Hello and good morning, everyone. Welcome to this week's new episode of Breakfast with Boom. And yes, I really wish it was Friday, but it's not. It's Wednesday, sadly enough. And I have to start off with saying happy May the 4th be with you. And listen, Star Wars don't pay me, but my God, that Obi-Wan Kenobi trailer, man, that is tasty. Uh, If you missed it, it dropped about, I don't know, 30 minutes ago. I know Web Dave dropped it into the uh, DM. I've watched it twice. I want to watch it 10 more times. It just looks, wow. I mean, like, really good. Um, Welcome to a very special edition of Breakfast with Boom. Um, If you are shocked that we're doing something live on Wednesday it's because Boom is actually taking a day off on Friday to hang out with my brother, Neo Mental, and we're going to see Doctor Strange nice. into the uh, multiverse of madness because uh, I can't wait. I'm double masking. I'm bringing the wipes with me. I'm just going to make, you know, I, I wanted to buy actually four seats and just, you know, and have two of them as empty, but they wouldn't tell you that, which is crazy. I, I would have just wasted the money on the tickets, but. Here, no, there. We're going to uh, Friday morning at ten thirty. Um, so uh, we are uh, I would, no no breakfast boom Friday morning. That's why we're doing this today. Um, and uh, listen, let's let, let's get into, of course, why we are here and who is here with us. Most of the crew is here. Dreadpool might be making an appearance. Obviously, he works overnight, so we're going to see if we can get him here. But let's start with Web Dave. Dave, how the heck are you? Thanks for joining us today. Oh, dude, I would not miss this for the world. This is going to be a fun, fun show. We are so packed with stuff to talk about today. Oh, my God. Where to begin? And what a great panel. Oh, my gosh. In return of Crispy. Yeah, yeah. That's right. <laughs> Crispy Bomb is uh, is back, who obviously is on Primetime Gaming, which will next week be its first new uh, t- uh, day slot. Not time slot. 7 p.m. Wednesdays from now on. Uh, rather than Mondays, uh, for a multitude of reasons. Um, and we hope that you will travel with us. And I've gotten a lot of great messages from people that are looking for something to watch. And and, and again, I have to give credit where credit is due. Uh, Wilmy Hood, who's a very good friend of mine, very good friend of the community, he does have his show at 8 o'clock. So I think what, what you're going to do is we're going to be splitting view, viewership. And I, and I asked, don't forget about Wilmy. Uh, if you are someone that watches his show uh, you know, you, you and you have to leave hours at eight o'clock. No harm, no foul, brother. Go support someone that supports everyone and get over and check out uh, gaming, uh, g- g- you know, uh, gaming outside the box, uh, which is a great program. Um, and, uh, you know, obviously we'll uh, we'll say that, of course, when we go live on Wednesday, because I don't want him to lose any views because we, you know, we moved. And obviously, you know, Will is a very good friend. So, uh Anyway, let, let's continue. John Wolf, brother, how the heck are you? Welcome to the program. Good morning. Breakfast with Boom panel. A crispy brother. It's uh, it's an honor to have you on again, bro. How you doing, man? How you been? Good? Oh, I'm good, buddy. Return good. of the crispy. <laughs> awesome. Awesome, bro. We, like Boom mentioned, we got some fire topics. I see that the chat's already going, Boom. So it's going to be a good one, man. Let's get right into it. Uh, I'm excited to, to start chomping away at these topics, brother. Yeah, yeah, I, I'm, I'm, I'm very excited. This is, listen, if you're an Xbox fan, uh, buckle up because the whole show is dedicated to four pounding topics regarding Xbox. Some big, some small, but all very interesting. And of course, return of the crispy bomb, best voice in the business. How are you, brother? How you feeling? Oh, feeling great. We got uh, great topics. Uh, 
Maybe some people will say speculation. I, there's too much there to. Well, speculation to really... town is, is is a great place to hang out. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. But I, I, think, here. I, think, I, I, uh, I am a co-mayor. That's right. Mav and Pong Soul and I are triple co-mayors of of Speculation Town. Great place to visit. You can you can raise your family there. Trust me, it's, it's going to be worth the investment. <laughs> but I, I got my coffee. I'm ready for this one. Let's do it. All right, excellent. And of course, Fuzzy Belvedere. Specifically, I'm happy that Crispy's here because we have a Gears topic. But I'm also happy because Fuzzy's here and we have, well, a Forza topic that might be a little spicy. I find it to be (laughs) that big of a deal. uh, But some people are trying to make that a deal when Sony seems to be making last gen and current gen games and it's all fine but we'll get into that fuzzy how the hell are you well, i'm doing great so glad we got crispy back on here and man glad to be here with you boom and dave and john and this is just awesome topics here today we're uh <laughs> i just can't wait so let yeah me i mean take listen, any more time <laughs> yeah no 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 absolutely you know real quick um i i, I want to just throw this out there to the community because i found out yesterday watching one of my favorite uh, YouTubers uh, in Charlie from Emergency Awesome. I don't know if you know that channel. Uh, his content is just bonkers good. If you want to know anything about Marvel, Star Wars, whatever the hot topic is, <coughs> he breaks it down. He's amazing. And uh, he talked about it at the end of his video that uh, a lot of people have, and, and, and Mrs. Boom and I get emails. You know, we get a lot of messages from people uh, wa- wanting to figure out a way to. Uh, better support the channel outside of being live because a lot of people can't be live. A lot of people watch it on the back end. Um, and uh, I, I, I ha- haven't had an answer. The only thing I can tell you is, you know, either you can be live and drop a super chat, which we incredibly appreciate, or become a channel member. Well, YouTube has done something which I think is the most forward thinking um, act that I have seen them do since joining YouTube in 2017 and they have add they have added what's called a super thanks button and you see that um on the bottom of the video it's a heart with a little plus on it and what that what that entails what that uh, uh, enables uh, uh people who enjoy the content that can't be live that don't want to you know get into a, a monthly membership by paying five or ten dollars for the two tiers that we have you could leave um, thanks in the in the form of a super chat that we will be notified um, that you watched the video and you enjoyed it so much that you dropped a super chat and that super chat amount is you know whatever you find to be you can afford uh, it's not something I, I t- I'm telling you to do I'm saying that if you want to support the channel uh, and again we've gotten tons and tons of messages uh, it's called super thanks it's something that they literally just started. Um, and if you, again, if you can't catch it live and you want to check that out, uh, by all means, uh, we definitely appreciate it. And then all the, most of the monies that we get, we literally turn it around and put it right back into the channel. So you are literally helping us fund lots of our giveaways, but enough of that shenanigans, ladies and gentlemen, let's get into one of the biggest rumors that exploded on the scene. Uh, we heard several people in the community, people that have, uh, you know, the ears ear to the floor, if you know what I mean. And again, folks, take this with a grain of salt. That is a bit of a humor, a, a humor, a rumor. But the coalition folks are working on a brand new IP that's not associated with the Gears of War franchise. Um, and it's expected to release, ladies and gentlemen, 
in 2023. Already a packed year for Xbox. As a matter of fact, we're going to be talking about that in the back back half end of exactly what they're going to be showing. Folks, uh, it is going to be... I have a suspicion that 2023 for Xbox is probably going to be somewhere around what they saw, what we saw with uh, Sony in 2018. Um, Crispy, what do you think about that, brother? Oh, man. Yeah, it's uh, it's definitely 95% after some of the, the big community members, uh, Shadows, for example. Yes. You know, he, he, he kind of, you know, said this, and it, it's from Jeff Grubb, but after that, I'm like, hmm, okay. And he has put out a lot of stuff about Phoenix Collection. So I know people are probably like, oh, man, this is, you know, they're not going to do it. I question that because Coalition is known to put out multiple IPs simultaneously. Yep. Um, the team you know, is pretty large. It, yeah, they did it with, remember, Gears Tactics, Gears 5 just came out. They, yep. You know, they did a whole whole thing at E3, and then you even had the fun pop thing, you know. the So it was like, you know. I like that game, actually. Yeah, Ge- Gears, <laughs> I actually, Gears I pop. Quite, yeah. I played that game a lot, and I'm not a mobile player. Yeah, so you know they have a big enough team, and and really they use a lot of support studios as well. Because I mean, let's be honest, UE five is going to be used all over the place, and yeah. you know what better way than to really like warm themselves up? I am curious. I mean, what what could they be doing? Like this is something that you're like, you know, if it doesn't have any gears relation, you know, it's something that I'm like. Hmm. Like, are we going to see something that is just going to blow people's minds? Like, I, I would love to see like them get the Punisher or something. You know oh what I'm saying, dude? Like, like you know, any you could just go on and on of what they could really do with like certain IPs, well, or I, even just make a new game. I think that would be incredible. Well, look here. Here, here is what Jeff Grubb, who obviously is a journalist that we all trust and know. Uh, I've had Jeff on several times. I consider him to be a friend. Um, he is someone that I entrust indubitably. Well, this is what Jeff had to say. Apparently, the project that we're talking about that is non-Gears related uh, is to help the Coalition learn to develop uh, the Unreal Engine to its best ability. And they're doing this before the start, the start of work for Gears 6 or whatever it's going to be called. And here is where it gets tantalizing. Uh, it is apparently going to be revealed and announced at the Xbox Game Showcase happening on June 12th. So put that in your thought process for a second. You know, Gears has been a staple in Microsoft's, uh, you know, pillar, right, of what makes the box the box. Uh, you know, Gears, Halo, Forza, right? And, and you know something? I don't have a problem with that. I think you need core franchises to... Uh, be the foundation to build your house. And that's what Microsoft has done. Um, I am a big fan of the coalition. I think that uh, I, we were talking about this in the, in the green room. A lot of people didn't like the direction of five. Look, I'm not going to say that if you didn't like it and I did, you're any less of a gamer. We don't do that on this program. But I'm here to tell you that it was the best Gears Gears game ever. Um, it gave us an open world aspect, which is something I've been begging for. I've been begging to be able to search. To, I, I, again, I like Gears for its close quarter combat. But going down the same alley 
looking at the same skeletons and burnt out cars and broken buildings. We, we've done that. We, we needed some new things to look at and we, and we got it. Uh, and I absolutely loved every minute of it. Uh, I love the hard choices at the end that you had to make. I like how uh, the difficulty was there. If you were a Gears fan, you, you you held your own. But if you were new, you could lower the difficulty. And 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 they made they did make it accessible, but they made it difficult if you were a fan. And I played it on a harder difficulty because I'm a Gears nut. Um, but you know what? Let's let, let's bring in John Wolf into the conversation. John, this is this is exciting. Uh, because the last time we saw something new from the coalition was Gears 5. And obviously, we have seen multiple developers put out there, whether it's of you know, whether it's a dock that looks real or a sandstorm or it's a forest. Unreal Engine 5 is being used in ways that are going to blow our mind and we've seen some demos of it but listen the the the, the reality the 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 on point reality is no one does it better than the coalition and if they are going to unveil a game that means they've been working on this for a bit and 2023 release has me i don't care if it's a four hour you know uh you know look into a new game Where, where does your excitement fall for a new project a new ip potentially or maybe the revival of an old ip yeah very i'm very excited boom because coalition is definitely you know they they really carried the xbox one on its back if you really think about it so they they did wonders for xbox during the xbox one generation carrying them with titles like you know gears four and gears tactics and and gears five like like crispy mentioned um i i do think boom that maybe it's as simple as the answer is staring us right in our faces and what do i mean by that we know that xbox has there's been multiple rumor rumors going around that xbox has acquired licensing from different ip uh marvel did uh, you know you you got marvel star wars uh, rumors out there. Indiana Jones is out there. Um, and how about how about this one? Has anyone considered that they may be making a Matrix game? I mean, didn't they work on that demo? They did, and that could be something. I mean, so, you know, I, a couple of weeks ago, we had um, Skullzy from Skullzy TV, who obviously knows a great deal. Specifically, uh, his his forte is um, Bethesda, right? That's that's his bag. But he did say that uh, we that uh, that Xbox fans were going to be incredibly surprised by how many licensed IPs there Microsoft is currently working with. So I can't say what this is, and I, you know, big shout out to who mentioned Hive Busters. So I can't believe I forgot that. Like Hive Busters is freaking phenomenal. I want to see I want to see a game just based on those three characters. But please, John, continue. Absolutely. Yeah. So, so, you know, really, really thinking about this question, boom, when you sent it yesterday, I'm a firm believer that maybe they just gave us a sample with that matrix demo of what unreal can do. And now they're ready to unveil a a full fledged single player experience, you know, um, based on the matrix. Now where the hype level is for that, I'm not sure, you know, it depends on, on who you ask and if they're matrix fans or whatever, but I think that the coalition, it, they're the type of studio boom that doesn't really matter what they're working with. They'll make it work and they'll make it awesome. Indeed. Oh, absolutely. Okay. So go ahead. No, 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 please continue. No. So I, 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 you know, super excited boom. Now I, I will tell you, I'm a little shocked 
about the Marcus Phoenix collection, and I think Crispy, you mentioned it that Shadows has been teasing it. Uh, Dude, on, on, that on, needs to happen. Like that, that really needs what, to happen. It, it really does. And if you think about it, boom. If you go back and you know historically, and you, and you really think about it, when Rod Ferguson and the Coalition first formed, they worked on uh, bringing back Gears One, and they did a fantastic job to to test out that Unreal. I think four at the time, right? Unreal Four yes. engine. And, uh, and and they they really knocked it out of the park with that Gears re-release. I really enjoyed that being, uh, you know, Gears is my favorite Xbox franchise. So if they were to do the same thing, boom, and, it, and, and, and you know, these uh, rumors turn out not to be true, that, that they're not working on something new, I'll, I'll, I'll be super excited as well. Because if they were to, to re-release Gears 2, that would be that would be epic as well. Yeah, you know, it's it's. I, I'm going to be honest with you. I, I I don't know when all of this is going to transpire, but Microsoft seems to be in a position where they have literally so many games in in active development. I believe it's 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 over fifty, right? Now, what 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 does that fifty consist of? Is it all brand new IP? I I don't necessarily think so. I think what we're getting, and what I hope that we get, look. I've said this before. One of the things that I I, I uh, love about Sony and the and and the PlayStation is how they are not afraid to go back and pull an old IP and throw some new paint on it. Now, does that always work? No, but you know it does in some cases. Um, and uh, I would we 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 have heard right. And again, this is a rumor, folks. So you know, Morrowind is apparently getting a remaster. But almost, it's basically going to be a new game because if you try to play the old game now, it's just, it's not that good. Fallout 3 is supposedly being remastered where it's going to look like a new game. Uh, the Gears collection or the, the Marcus Phoenix collection, we saw what they did with Gears 1, right? They added all of that extra additional footage that was on the PC, that wasn't on the console, that was taken out, cut on, on, on the, on the uh, showroom floor. Um, I think that they probably have a ton of stuff that was cut out from Gears 2 and 3 that could be added as new content. And I absolutely think that we might be on a, re a renaissance of old IP being you know, remastered or remade. And you know something? I'm perfectly okay with that while we wait for the Gear 6, while we wait for Fable to get done or Avowed. I mean, who who's who in the chat here? By the way, we have almost two hundred and fifty people here. First of all, thank you for joining us on a, on a Wednesday of all of all days. But who in the Xbox community, unless you don't like RPGs, is going to say no to a remastered Morrowind? Like for real? Like I, I listen, I I played it a little bit. My jam is Oblivion. Like if they ever redid that, my God, my life is over. Uh, because I'm going to play that like ridiculous, and hopefully I can still buy the horse armor because uh, that was a big controversy thing. I like that. Um, listen, let, let, let's bring in um, a Web Dave into the conversation. Uh, listen again, the the track history is there. No yep. one does Unreal Unreal Engine uh, better than the Coalition. That that's a fact. That's not even a suggestion. That's not an opinion. They they no one does it better than they. And to hear that we are potentially getting a new game from this, that studio that brought us the Gears franchise and, and, and it's potentially a new IP. My goodness. I am, I am, I am stoked. Where, where, where do you fall with the information coming from Jeff Grubb and, and, and several people, including shadows from the uh, gaming community? 
Well, I'm, I mean, super excited because, um, you know, you, you look at their, um, their third person, um, you know, for gears, the way they did it, the way they masterfully, you know, you hide behind the walls, you shoot the guns up, you know, it's just, it's such a great feel when you're playing the game. I mean, and you can imagine some other great franchises put in that same kind of, obviously not copycat, but like the same kind of mold, you know, that you could, that you could do, especially like Hive Busters. That was, that was awesome. And, uh, and to, you know, to you know, put something like, a, you know, the Punisher, you know, in, in that, you know, where he's got to clear out a, a part of, uh, uh, of the, of the town and stuff. And it's just, I mean, oh my gosh, it's, uh, the possibilities are endless and it's exciting. Um, the Punisher is something that I would love for them to, to tackle. I, you have no idea, you know, what they what they've got or any, you know, a daredevil, like you suggested before would be amazing. Um, I mean, cause you know, cause that's, that's your, you know, that's your kind of, you can, you know, climb the buildings, the, the whole thing, you know, it's, you know, he's, he's, he's multi-level kind of, kind of a character. So that would be cool too. I, and there's, um, there's so much possibilities um, that the, I mean, a new IP at all is going to be cool. And, and to know what they've done with gears, you know, that's in good hands and you know that they're going to make this kick ass, whatever it's going to be, it's going to be good. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I, I not now you, you I crispy and you have ruined me because if it's not a Punisher game, I'm disappointed. I'm it's gonna be Punisher or bust boom. Yeah, it's, it, it, they're gonna show this great thing and be like, oh, that's that's uh, what they made. Yeah, you remember um, that Punisher? You remember that Punisher game from THQ back in the day, dude? You used you to had put to... people in the piranha tank, you used to put people in the freezer. It was great, yeah. it was incredibly you used to yeah, it was awesome. <laughs> That's the key word, violent. Yeah, it's, well, it's the Punisher. I'm sorry, folks. You know what? There's, there's there's no taking any prisoners with the Punisher. You know, don't be a bad guy if you don't want to get killed by the Punisher. What, <laughs> what can I say? Um, Fuzzy, let's get your opinion on this, brother, <laughs> as we move the show along. Um, one of the things I think we are going to see in the next two to three years, including this year specifically, is... The Microsoft timeline for games is going to be at such a pace that they're going to choke out the industry. Like, I honestly believe Sony and Microsoft, I mean, Sony and Nintendo are going to be looking at Microsoft and being like, I, we just don't have an answer. We, we just don't have an answer for you. And, and, I, and I'm taking nothing away from what they do. I love what they do. I support both companies wholeheartedly. But I think that the sleeping giant has been awoken. Um, and uh, seeing what uh, the coalition, who is a staple in what Microsoft has been doing for years for Xbox, knowing that they have a new game, a new IP running on the Unreal Engine that is going to, and again, take it with a grain of salt, going mm -hmm. to actually be shown at the showcase, which is only about a month away, and we're getting it for 2023. It's it's just bonkers. It, it's, what what are what are your thoughts on this, dude? Well, we've always said that you know the coalition are wizards when it comes to Unreal Engine. Pretty much, they they know how to manipulate it better almost than Epic, the creators of the engine. Um, seeing how they they worked on the uh, the Matrix demo, it would be awesome if they did that. Or as crazy as it sounds, I know a lot of people have been playing with some of the the uh, assets from that that demo and making a superman 
<laughs> game. So even that That's itself fire, would be, be yeah, that, that, that would be awesome. But I, I I have to agree. Like something like Punisher would be awesome. Or you know the the one thing that I remember hearing before, and I don't know if it was like Special Nick or somebody, but they may have gotten like the the message kind of mixed up on who was getting what, but. A Mandalorian game or anything Star Supposedly Wars. Supposedly, that's being done by the team that does the online for uh, for uh, Bethesda. Uh, that, that, that's like a thing. That, that that's not even like a suggestion anymore. <laughs> Supposedly, it, it's actually a thing. Which is again, it, it's uh, to add to your point. Mm-hmm. Once again, uh, Scalzi actually said he he had he he posted on it. He got a lot of. Uh, Actually, someone from the dev team reached out to him on on, on the socials. So I guess he 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 must have struck a nerve uh, regarding the uh, the Mandalorian game. But he mm-hmm. said live on my show, which was awesome, that we as Xbox gamers are going to be incredibly surprised by how many licensed IPs they're working with, and supposedly <laughs> Mandalorian is one of them. I mean that that that's awesome. But I, I, whatever the coalition decides to to mess with, I, I mean, look, looking at Hive Busters, like I, I'll be honest, I'm not the biggest Gears fan, but the the just the visuals alone on on Hive Busters, they're is, is they're, they're the best it, looking Gears ever. I mean, it, it was one of the best looking games or or you know add ons to a game that I've seen in a long time. So I, I would have to believe anything that they they want to make is is going to you know pretty much melt faces and keep people happy it was so arguably I, also and, and uh fuzzy it was arguably the best use of unreal you know yes. so that's you know yeah, yeah i mean just the environmental stuff the the water effects the the foliage just everything that they did with that it just it was freaking awesome but um yeah whatever they're working on not being gears related i'm really curious to see what it is and you imagine if it's star wars related like i'm I'm just throwing it out there like punisher let's be real let's be real boom i know i know that the rumor is is that uh it that the mandalorian game is coming out of the bethesda camp but we all want it to be coalition come on let's be real yes well the funny thing is that recent demo that they did, a few people were like, oh, is that a shard for like a lightsaber or something that the guy was holding up to like the whatever it, that steam creature thing or, yes, or mist creature that was coming after him? And people were like, hey, is that, you know, a shard for the so for, for a lightsaber? Yeah, no, you, you, you could suggest that. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, uh, yeah, I'm looking forward to whatever, whatever it is. I'm looking forward to it. I can't wait. Uh, if I if I could, one last Please, point. by all means, yeah. Jimmy, you're the um, expert. Why just not think, get your second, just get a second point in here? Get think it, about this. How long is Gear 6 going to be stewing, people? Uh, you're dude, talking like, they released three, years, three to four years, and they are always in the 80s plus for Metacritic. 100%. Think about them yeah. stewing it for six possible years. That game is going to be incredible. I also want to bring up, I have said it many times, High Busters has ue5 assets in it they've been working with ue5 much longer than people think mm-hmm. and and they are fully capable of pushing out you know um even even like the like i said the phoenix collection it could absolutely happen maybe it's easier than even we think for them to to make i, that I don't game even much listen better. i i i ha- look they, if the if what they're working on not this project uh, you know we're talking about the phoenix collection the assets are already there. 
to, to apparently to move over assets from Unreal to Unreal is, is again, I, I can't tell you. I'm not a developer. Crap. I, I you know, I can barely tie my shoes, but they they know Unreal. And if anyone could tr make the transition, Crispy, it, 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 it's the coalition. The hands yeah. down. And, and the one thing I'll tell you, go back and play Gears 2 and 3 and tell me it doesn't need something. I, I get you got all the up, up res and stuff, but like it, just the hitboxes alone just drive me crazy when I went back and played it because it just it doesn't hit like gears four and five does, you know, right. even, even ultimate edition doesn't hit like that. And, and I think, you know, to introduce people to gears again, especially this new generation, I think is the proper thing to do. Yeah. Yeah, no, absolutely. Listen, uh, what, what an opening salvo, 300 people here, a bunch of super chats. The channel is officially folks hit the thumbs up guys officially under 1400 to 12 K that as, as of the show is going live. So I can't thank you enough for that. The channel's closing in on 900 videos. Uh, I want to do something for the thousands video, whatever that, whenever, I mean, I'm, that's expected to hit, I think, in the start of next year. I want to do something big. Is it Phil Spencer big? Well, that would be the goal. Sarah Bond big? Yeah, I, I, I could definitely go down for that, uh, for sure. I'd love to sit down and talk with her for 10 or 15 minutes, but we're, I'm going to try something to do something big for the 1,000th video i'm trying to because you know special these special shows kind of throw it off a little bit so you can only guesstimate but let me catch up on the super chats and we'll get right into um topic number two uh chaos mike good friend of the program drops the first super chat of the day and it's two dollars thank you for the generosity brother he says may the fourth be with you this may uh yes thank you sir may the fourth be with you and i actually put a post out uh for anyone that wanted to comment what has been your favorite star wars game of all time and i know that you know we have some goats in there it's super star wars for the you know for the, for the super nintendo that's a goat um uh for me you know knights of the old republic is easy right you know you pick that one you could pick even uh fallen order it's literally the best looking star wars ever for me folks the goat that still stands to time is republic commando oh yeah my God, what an amazing story. The brotherhood between the clones was so real, you felt it. It, it just was such a good game. How it didn't get a remake, shame on you, Lucas. And how it didn't get a sequel, double shame on you, LucasArts. That's not fair. Let's get it done. Um, but let's continue with the Super Chats. Oh, and by the way, there's a lot of people talking about Bug Snacks. Game of the year, folks. I'm calling it now. <laughs> game of the year 2022. Don't sleep on game Bug Snacks. Forget that. Got I'll go. I'll go one more. I'll go one more. Boom. Game of the generation. That's game let's go of with the it. generation. <laughs> you know. You know. When I see bug snacks, it brings a tear to my eye. Not because the game is bad. The game is, is quite funny, actually. It's how do we get a bug snacks? We don't give a, a get a viva pinata. Like yeah. I don't know, man. I mean, let's let's go. Let's go with viva pinata. Okay, Mr. X Men. Yeah, hundred percent, dude. Absolutely, and you can play it on mobile, and you can go. Listen, it's coming. Don't worry. I, I, I know Microsoft's secret plans. I just can't say anything. <laughs> um, Sir X Man drops an outstanding two dollars super chat. What's going on, brother? <clears throat> Please announce a burnout collection only on Xbox. I, I like what you're putting down there, brother. Um, yeah, Elemento good friend of the program. What's going on, brother? He drops an outstanding and extremely generous $10 super chat, and he says, the Coalition are masters of utilizing EU. 
uh, UE, I should say. Uh, they know horror, action, and co-op. If they are doing something now, then I'd expect to see something like a superhero action type game. Oh, how about if they did like, I don't know, Falcon and Winter Soldier, you know, or something like that. Or I don't know. Midnight Suns. You know, if you want to bring some horror into it, you got Ghost Rider, you got Punisher, you got Moon Knight. It's crazy. It, 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 it again. You you guys have just ruined me. If it's not a punishing game, I'm quitting gaming. I'm telling you right now. So I'm throwing in a towel. Um, we also have Drawn TJ, good generous friend of the program. He drops an outstanding ten dollars super chat and says, "Morning, guys. Microsoft needs to get Embracer in a year or two. Yeah, you know what? Every time you say that, brother, uh, K Asante, who's listening, which by the way crossed over five hundred subscribers to his channel. The goal is is a uh, thousand for him." Uh, folks, for me, uh, if you want someone that is always prepared, that is unbelievably an asset to this community for so many reasons, I can spend an hour talking about it. Go sub the Gaming Circle podcast on YouTube. Let's get him to a thousand. He's one of the nicest dudes you'll ever meet, and he deserves that victory lap. So get out there and sub his channel. Draw on TJ. Uh, drops an outstanding five dollars and says, "Risk it for the biscuit." Uh, who's a good friend of this program said to me last night that uh, it would be a bad, it would, it would, it would be bad to buy Embracer. I, I mean, disagree. I, I disagree. I disagree sure, because they're, they're literally buying up everything, and then you know, Microsoft come in and for the same money they spent on Bethesda, get 124 studios. But you know, one thing at a time, folks. It's 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 a lot going on. And, and um, boom, if I may add, they're also the perfect company, if you really think about it, for the factory that Microsoft wants Game Pass to be. One hundred percent. Yeah, right, right, right out of the. If if, if anything, it's it, it's the it's the turnout that they would be able to add, not fodder, because they have a lot of games, but they would really be able to. I mean, if they were first of all Game Pass right now and its current way it is. You cannot. Netflix doesn't do it better. Hulu, Paramount. There, there's no one doing it better than Game Pass. And this will be a fifty million dollar, a fifty million subscriber conversation once their bangers start dropping. And m- mind you, they're at thirty million. Whether they say it, they, they they admit it or not, they're at thirty million, and they don't haven't even had bangers like AAA bombs. When the AAA bombs, and they have had the Halos in there. You know, um, obviously uh, Horizon stuff like that. But when they start cranking out four and five AAA bombs per year, the generation is over, man. Uh, but again, let me let, let's continue. Drawn TJ drops an additional five dollars super chat. Thank you for the super chat uh, and, and the generosity. He says, "Let the coalition make a third person Halo or Mech Assault in Unreal Engine five. I would love to do some some third person Halo stuff. I'm not going to front. Uh, I think everyone would as well." Um, let's see. We have Chris R. Hey, Chris, what's up, brother? Good morning. He drops an outstanding $5 super chat and says, did the coalition ever find a replacement for Rod Ferguson? I wonder who will lead gear six. Yes. Crispy. Can you answer that? Who took over for Rod? I don't have an answer. I think, I think they're going to announce it at some point. Maybe. At yeah. I mean, he, yeah, he left abruptly. Uh, you know, he's doing his own thing and obviously that's, that's fine. Uh, you know, it's, it's, we, we love Rod and, and well, he's back at Microsoft ladies and gentlemen, because they bought the whole company. Um, but uh, who, who knows what he's, he's, he's right now. He's, he's working on Diablo four uh, over with blizzard. Um but of course, listen. What Rod has done is just legendary. What, what, what could you say? Uh, game gamers play HUD Zero. 
drops an outstanding $5 super chat and says, Boom, please remind people that Ninja Theory's gameplay demo of Hellblade 2 was Unreal Engine 4 using Unreal Engine 5 assets. Just imagine. Yeah, it's it's just crazy. That that that's a game that's gonna really uh is is, is gonna is is gonna move the needle. It's gonna be that third person story driven adult themed game that we see on Sony that is going to make people jo uh, join Xbox. I'm telling you right now. Um, Drawn TJ drops an outstanding additional $5. Jen says for the 1000 episode, you should have Phil Spencer and Sarah Bond. Listen, brother, I'm not going to say no to that duo, but this is, this is a show that only has a channel only has 10,000 subs. I don't know if I could pull that off. That is a, that's a lofty uh, wish list, brother, but I appreciate the enthusiasm for sure. Let's get into topic two, ladies and gentlemen. And, and this one, this is a smaller one. This one's a bit of a head scratcher for me personally. And I got to bring Fuzzy, Fuzzy into the conversation almost immediately. Uh, <laughs> listen, we, we got some information that has come out um, regarding the next motorsport, Fuzzy. Um, yeah. And uh, it was originally announced that it was going to be next gen only, which I had no problem with. Well, apparently that is not in fact the case. According to the report that I pulled from VGC, of course, VideoGamesChronicles.com, friends of the community, apparently there is an Xbox One version running. Uh, crispy, uh, uh, crispy, fuzzy. Is is this? Should people be concerned? Is the Xbox Series X and S somehow going to be held back by this? Uh, yes and no. And now here's here's how we can look at this. For the most part, my expectations when I hear next gen as far as a racing game are going to probably be different from most. But when it comes to the Xbox One version that was out there, I know originally because consoles were hard to come by and they had like a small, you know, test uh, subject group working with them. And most of them only had, you know, an Xbox One, some of them on PC, but mainly Xbox Ones, only a handful had the series consoles. So they had to have a test environment to test out a few things. Um, I can't divulge my sources, but I know a lot of those that were on the Xbox Ones were having some major issues as far as certain aspects of whether it be the menu or other various things that were loading issues and such. That being said, cross-gen games can still amaze us. Like if you look at Horizon 5, that's a cross-gen game. All of the, the pretty visuals are on next-gen consoles, and you get some decent upgrades compared to Horizon 4 for the, the earlier consoles. But my, my big thing of why I, and I've said this even with uh, Gran Turismo 7, why I'm disappointed with these not being fully next gen. Like I, I totally understand you have a large player base on the previous gen consoles. No one wants to pass up the, you know, millions out there. that can purchase and play this game. Much like we see with horizon five, it reached 18 million players within a short period of time. I would dare to say probably two thirds of that, if not more were on the previous gen consoles. Some of them on PC, obviously, but a majority of them being on, you know, legacy hardware as opposed to the newer hardware. My, my disappointment comes from some of the things that you can advance in the game. So for the longest time, we've been hovering around 20 to 24 AI cars on screen at a time as far as when you're in a race, which is great. I mean, F1 only has like a 20 you know, car field for the most part. 
NASCAR has a 43 car field. Right. Most IMSA races are 32 to 38 cars. And when you mix up all the different classes of cars, it's well into the 40s and if not into the 50s as far as a full field. I was hoping with these being geared towards the next gen hardware that we would start to see that where we can, you know, increase the amount of AI on screen. The extra calculations that it takes for those should be able to be handled by this, you know, upgraded chipset. I know the previous chipset. It, it wasn't that it struggled, but they built it around having only 24 cars to be able to do 60 frames and, and have 4K visuals. So all of that was built with that in mind. I don't think you can have uh, uh, an upgrade for the next gen consoles where supposedly, well, not supposedly, but like, for for example, if I'm on an Xbox One and my friend's on a series console, I can't enter a race where there's probably going to be more than 24 cars. If they set the race to have 30 cars, if that's a, if that's going to be a thing, then that I, I can't imagine the crossover or, or being able to have crossplay if, you know, the different platforms or the different generations are going to have different AI levels. Another thing to take into account is going to be the overall, like, extras you see on the side of the, the, the track and things like that. Like, now, Gran Turismo, they've always had kind of like a limited movement as far as like the, the stands or the fans in the stands and things like that. But they've had, you know, a functioning pit crew. Like you'll see them do the pit work when you go into the pits. And they do that even with this cross-gen uh, GT7. I was hoping with next-gen, especially considering the, the early clips that we saw where you see the garage and you see almost like a whole entire pit crew and you're roaming around your garage with several cars in there and things like that. I was hoping maybe we'll get those animations in what would be considered a next gen, you know, version. But it it, it is a bit concerning, although it's still early on. I, I'm going to hold complete judgment until we get further details. But there is a, a, a part of me that is disappointed that if this is going to be a cross gen title as opposed to a full gen title, especially after they mentioned that this is going to be more of a platform that they're going to continue to build on. So we may not see like a motorsport eight, nine or 10. It might be motorsport with, okay, not necessarily a season, but like this is, you know, world update one or world update two and so forth with more cars, more tracks and so forth. If it has some of that legacy hardware coding in it still, there is that chance that certain things are going to be either held back or reduced. So it is compatible across the board. Like when it comes to visuals, there was never an issue with motorsport having, you know, you know, outstanding visuals. So all of that is scalable. But when it comes to things like memory, yes, you can have virtual memory as far as use on the new consoles. But if you're going to have a cross generation game where the player is going to be able to cross play, you're going to have some issues. And I even see some of those issues in GT7 where I like the short shift. Well, not really short shift, but change the gear ratios on the transmission. So if I get a jump because I have a little bit higher gear ratio to get a better dig at the start of a race, I hit an invisible wall sometimes when the rest of the game has to load the assets at a certain pacing. And it's the same reason why if you look at things like, uh, uh, was it, Grand Theft Auto V, for example, all the remasters that they've done for the different generations, if you've ever wondered why you can't go over 120 miles an hour in any of the cars, it's because of the way the coding was written from the ground up that the world can only load, but so fast, like even the planes, even though technically they may seem like they're going faster than 150 or 170, they're really not. 
because it really comes down to the ability of how fast the assets for the world can load in. So something built for legacy hardware is still going to have some of those, you know, crippling issues. I'm hoping that's not the case. You know, Turn 10 is a very talented studio, as we've seen in the past. Same yep. thing with uh, Playground Games. But it, it, it is, like I said, a bit disappointing. But we, we'll see when we get more info. That, that's all I got from now. Yeah, I mean, it, it, listen, there, there, there is going to – look, I, I get with cloud gaming, uh, you know, it's supposed to, uh, you know, relieve a lot of the heavy lifting that the consoles have to do, specifically the older consoles. Uh, we know that, that you can do cloud gaming on the, uh, the Xbox uh, Xbox One, uh, you know, machines. There is going to come a point where they're just going to have to abandon the uh, the older tech. I, I, you know, again, I I know that you you know, oh, you can't abandon me. I can't afford a new system. I I hear you, and I'm not saying they should do that today. I'm saying that when you can get a Series S for uh for you know uh, two hundred and fifty or two hundred bucks. It, you know, if you want to continue gaming on the Xbox and you want to play the new games, you're going to have to eventually upgrade. It, it's like, it's like, you know, w- w- why should I stay with a PS3 when the PS4 is available? Some people had to. I hear you if you did, but there is going to come a point where next gen is going to have to become next gen, really, honestly. Um, and and I don't know how long that's going to be, um, but uh, let me just uh, grab two super chats that have just come in. Uh, ga- uh, Sir X Man drops an additional two dollars super chat and says, "Boom! Chronicles of Riddick two announced." Yeah, I would love a Chronicles of Riddick two. That that, that those games were absolute classic. Uh, game Gamers Play Hud Zero drops an additional five dollars super chat and says, uh, "FM report uh, to be taken with a grain of salt." Uh, the Xbox One versus that was reported are test builds. Uh, they're working on the Series XS opt in the background. Yeah, I, I, I would imagine that if they can get the games to run good, then they're gonna ha- they're gonna be released. But if they are just chugging along at thirty frames per second, they're ju- they're just not gonna have to be. They're gonna have to cancel that because why why release a game that's gonna be marred by controversy? I you know you know what's gonna happen in the gaming community as well as potentially in the um, the, the eyes of some people that are in media that have a distaste for Xbox. Oh, turn 10 takes XY years to make a game and it, and it's not good because, and, and they'll be, they'll review the Xbox one version and not the Xbox series version, because that's just what they do for headlines. But, uh, Wolf, let's get your opinion on this brother is, is look again, the report that I pulled originally was from VGC, but I, I pulled a story also from uh, Eurogamer. It was written by Vicky Blake. She's a contributor there, and she publishes on May 1st. And it's uh, this all comes through two screenshots that were reportedly leaked for the next Forza Motorsport game. They popped online, then they popped right off. Um, do you think it's a mistake for them to try to put this on the Xbox one or just make it next gen and, you know, just make it next gen. Yeah. I, I mean, it, from my understanding, boom and, and, and panel, correct me if I'm wrong. Is, is the theory that it's only for Sirius X and S because they didn't show an Xbox one logo when they showed the reveal trailer. Is that, is that the only reason why, why we assume this? No, or, the trailer or, when they showed it said next gen racing. Okay. Yeah. 
Like okay. I, I have that on on my YouTube channel. Part of their clip, it said it was like a next gen racing game. Okay, all right. So in 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 seeing that that that's what they're advertising, right? That is there any thought that maybe this rumor going around that it's on Xbox One hardware could it have been running in the cloud? Because I mean, you know, they they it's well known that you can run games through the cloud uh, through an Xbox One. So so that's something right now. Boom! That the speculation. I think that I, I'm gonna be honest with you, Boom. I think that this is something that the fanboys are kind kind of running with to kind of uh, knock down uh, the any momentum that that the next Forza might come in. I have no doubt in my mind either way that if they were to release a cross-gen title. Uh, if fuzzy you went into into you know you're 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 the expert when it comes to the racing games i trust your judgment and i trust everything you say but for mm-hmm. me scalability is huge right mm-hmm. and and if you and i was just playing forza 7 the other day on the xbox one x and dude that that looks fantastic running at 4k oh, yeah. 60 um so there's no doubt in my mind that you know turn 10 wouldn't be able to to bring out you know an absolute masterpiece even if they were cross gen, the scalability is there, guys. Um, the jump to to the next gen and to use all the features such as the ray tracing and all this good stuff. No reason why they wouldn't be able to do it, boom, and and still release a a quality product on the Xbox One. You know, uh, obviously downgraded visuals. Um, in in my heart of hearts, would I like to just see a, a full next gen? you know, blow out. Yeah. Yeah. But at the same time, I, I also understand that this is a game where community might, might be needed to thrive on. So when, when you don't have that many Xbox series X's and S's out in the wild, um, you know, it, it, it kind of makes sense from a business sense if they want it to be more community based, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, no, I, it makes look like I said, I, I understand that there are a lot of people in gaming. Gaming is expensive, folks. Let, let, let's let's not let's not forget that gaming is expensive. It is a hobby. Microsoft makes it easier for us to afford to be in the conversation because of Game Pass. Uh, we don't see that with Nintendo. We certainly don't see that with Sony, and that's not coming anytime soon with those two publishers. Um, but again, not to be a snob or not to thumb my nose at the world. I, I am sorry to say, if you're telling me a game is going to suffer uh, because of you know trying to make to please the masses, there is going to come a point where I think they have to abandon the older consoles. And, I, and I'm sorry, I, I know that's probably a crummy thing. People are gonna be like, oh, you know, boom, that's not right. But what would you rather have? A half-baked next-gen racer because they're trying to. Uh, you know, appease a handful of people. First, of all, first of all, it's it's a it's a genre that is niche, and that kind of racer is even nicher, uh, if that's even a word. That's even more niche, if you will. Uh, motorsport is really for the gearheads. I buy it. I put a couple hours into it, and I and I'm like, yeah, you know, this is great. I'm going back to Horizon. <laughs> I, I want to drive over things. I want to run and crash into people's cars and. And beep at them and, and run away. You know what I'm saying? I, I, that's fun. Uh, that's what I enjoy doing. Um, I, I like motorsport. I think it's phenomenal, but it's very, very specific for gearheads. And are you going to hold back the franchise for a literal, potentially a handful of people who are still playing on Xbox One? 
how about um, this? Let me let me just put this out there. Lastly, how how about if they you you remember back in the day, boom, like you know when when like the Xbox 360 came out, they had a next gen version of Madden running on a new engine, and then they had the the OG Xbox and PS2 versions, and they were yes. developing developing them together. Why why can't that be a scenario right now where they might be releasing a Force and Motorsport? You know, and 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 uh, and and it's just going to be a dumbed well. down version. Yeah, maybe. Well, it, it it they did something like this for Horizon Two. So when the 360 was still out in the wild and the Xbox One was the the new console, Playground Games was the ones that did Horizon Two for the Xbox One, and I forget who did Horizon Two for the 360. Totally different games. <clears throat> Neither one of them were interchangeable. You couldn't cross play or anything. It was a like Horizon 2 was more like Horizon 1 for the 360, while you had more of the open worldness for Horizon 2, which was made by Playground Games. So if they were to do something like that, it it in their plan of having it where it's going to be more of an open format where you know the all platform or all generations can play together that would kind of contradict what they've kind of been doing. So it, it it's, I doubt they would do two separate. It's either going to be an overlap where it's going to be the same game. Just one is going to be at a much higher fidelity, uh, a lot more, you know, bells and whistles turned on type of thing while the other one is kind of scaled back or they could do the cloud, but from at least the tests. And like I said, there have been some of those that I know that, it wasn't cloud-based for their their test. Now that could change. The, the test could be, like I said in on Twitter before, a test is just that. It's a test to see if how things go. And they've kind of learned that some of the things that they were trying to do just were not going well on the previous console. So if they switch to cloud-based, then it shouldn't be any problem. It'll be just like Flight Sim at that point. But if they have it where it's like Horizon 5, it'll, it'll still look visually amazing. But just make no mistake i'm not saying that it will hinder the visuals in any way shape or form it's more so now I, we we should be getting away from just only 20 plus cars like 24 cars on a track yeah. we should be getting away from not having a, 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 a you know active or animated pick crew when you're doing longer races and things like that so that that's real, real quick uh elemental p said it was sumo digital that did Horizon wow. 2. So thank you for that, brother. Definitely appreciate you, that. Yeah, that Sumo Digital is phenomenal when it comes to racing. Listen, uh, I don't want to spend too much time on this because it's really not much to say. Uh, it's yeah. two pictures. Uh, we have a bit, a monster topic to get into. Let's grab um, uh, Crispy's opinion on this, and we'll get Dave, and then we'll uh, move on to topic number three. Crispy, well, I mean, do, do you agree that if a game is being held back, that at some point they just have to abandon uh, last gen already? Here and I say yes because I have a Series X and I want it to be the best on that this behemoth I have in front of me. At the end of the day, I think Xbox is really they're in a crossroads right now because there's Game Pass on the one generation, and you're supposed to be releasing these games day and date for Xbox. You know, the speculation of, you know, only doing it for Series X and S and not having the ability to play the new Motorsport on the one is, I think, the reason why they are even testing this stuff. And, you know, because at the end of the day, if you look at what they, they've rebranded the PC to PC Game Pass, because there's games we can't play on our console. 
makes total sense why they did that. So I don't know. I mean, I would expect at the least it comes out on the cloud. I'm with fuzzy. Like, obviously he's the expert on this. You know, if they're having, if they're having issues, you know, let's just use the cloud to the best of ability. So you're allowing people that have game pass on the one generation to be able to still play it while not hindering the people that spent the money. And, and let's be honest. I mean, 250 to $300, you can get a series S and they're readily available. I mean, you know, I saw it, someone it, post that the the, the, the series uh, S was two twenty seven, two hundred twenty seven dollars. I mean, and and this console is better than the One X, and the One X is selling at a higher clip because it, it does full four K, but it doesn't do the frame rate. And Don't frame forget rate... all access. Don't forget all access, crispy. Yeah. yeah, all access could make it affordable. That is absolutely correct. Yep. Great point. So I mean, you know, get it. I mean, get it. Get ready for the next gen and. You know, like I said, I, I expect them to at the least uh, be releasing any game on the, you know, using the cloud um, that needs to be next gen only. But I, I don't see them. I don't see how that game's really going to run very well. Um, you know, with it's the probably the asset. Along. I, have, yeah. I have a feeling it's gonna it's gonna be like watching a choo choo train go by, dude. Honestly. <laughs> yeah, because I mean, like thirty FPS. Like if you have an, uh, you know, an OG Xbox One, I mean that thing is not not even close to the one x people so it's time to upgrade i'm just saying yeah no listen i i I hear i hear what you're saying and i i absolutely agree web dave let's get your opinion on this brother and then we're going to move on to one of the massive topics of the day where do you personally feel Uh, i mean does next gen need to be abandoned and is this a test case for that um i'll make this fast the um forza motorsport needs to be the current gen quote unquote next gen only yeah period done in yep. the story needs to be high res best graphics 60 frames minimum 120 preferably needs to be that way and like you said if you have um game pass ultimate you have the ability to stream through the cloud through your uh xbox one end of story it's done that's what they need to do. focus on getting the games at best highest quality they can and and they'll still be available through the cloud through game pass ultimate for people that can't make the move yet and i did all access still paying off mine but with that home it comes with game pass imagine that it's it's crazy that's still in gaming get it you know it's amazing that you don't hear more about it that's that's like one of those deals in game that no one really talks about and it's a thing it's actually a thing it's like wow i can get all of this for this money and and you're actually saving money on the back end of the deal which is bonkers i tell you Um, boom when i when i'm done with my november is my last payment on uh my uh um my series x uh i am immediately turning around and i am buying um through all access a uh series s nice the same thing because it'll give me another two years and then i'll have another console for another room nice so there you go love it that's well i mean yep. listen n- absolutely nothing wrong with that let's uh let's move on to topic three and this is the headliner right this is this is this is the big bomb of the show um last week's pm in the pm if you're unfamiliar with that show that is a show a that's show. on uh fun speculations channel uh mav obviously incredible oh, community member him and Pong Soul, two two up and coming rising stars in YouTube, 
have a show on Thursdays called PM in the PM. It's it's the it's the coolest um, quip, if you will, when it comes to titles. Uh, you know, Pong Mav in the PM. It, I just I just think it's fantastic. Well, last week they had. Normally, it's just the two of them. They go crazy two hours. They, <laughs> you know, they, they they keep you entertained. They're a lot of fun. This particular episode, folks, they didn't have just one guest. They had two. One of which, you know, I still reign. If you don't know, if you're not familiar with him, you should be. Uh, you should definitely be subscribing and checking out Living Split, Living Split Screen on Saturday mornings, 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. Incredible show. Three plus hours every week. Sometimes it goes for four hours. Like I, I clean my house to what listening to them because it just goes on and on, and it's all great content. But they also had Rand Althor, nineteen, the man with a million, and Rand dropped a megaton bomb, and that's what we're here to talk about. Uh, we have you've heard, you know, if you if, if you're new to uh, Double Bow Gaming, I want to say please consider subscribing. Uh, we have talked about for months on end that the uh, the output that Microsoft is about to unveil at this year's Xbox Bethesda game, uh, showcase is just going to it's going to steal the show. I, I, I have a feeling based on some of the things I heard that I really can't talk about publicly that this show is going to be an eleven. Uh, if in fact what I'm hearing and and what we're going to talk about comes to fruition. Um, it's going to be an eleven, and how? How? Why? How? How do you outdo last year? That's the question that I have to ask the four hundred people that are here. How, how do you make a better show than last year, which was a ten out of ten? It was a ten out of ten last year. How do you one up that show? I I wouldn't want to be the showrunner because I wouldn't know what to do. But well, this is why they pay the big bucks. This is why Phil Spencer is getting all the zeros he's getting, and the team he has underneath him that works with him side by side. Like Aaron Greenberg and Larry Herb and Sarah Bond and Matt Booty and um, everyone else that is a part of that incredible team, this is expected to be one of their best shows. And uh, coming off last year, very hard to do. Well, according to Rand Althor, and obviously we do trust Rand, he went out on a limb and he dropped this megaton bomb. He says that from what he understands, from what he was explained, all... 23 studios have delivered a gameplay trailer or something to the effect to show at this sh- at, at, at the big show that has been announced for June 12th. Are you freaking kidding me? 23 studios, everyone has their stuff ready to go. And the show is still a little bit over a month away, right? Month and a month and a week, five weeks. Let's give us give a take. Um, that tells me that this, that everyone has done the homework. Everyone is prepared. It looks like everyone's passing this quiz. Um, and we got to break down not only the excitement level on hearing this from someone that, that, that we trust indubitably in Rand. Um, who are you most excited to, what, what studio is working on said game that you're most excited for? What what rings the bell? I posed that question to the panel, but of course, the 400 plus people that are here, what studio do you want to see their wares? What is the most, what, what, what's ringing your bell? And I want to start first with uh, uh, Crispy here. Crispy, 23 studios. Everyone has already submitted 
meaning that the stuff is ready to go. They, they're a month a month before they're ready to go, and they're probably putting it together because it's not a live show, right? It's it's going to be a controlled environment. It's going to be a tape show, which is going to go live at, um, I believe it's one p.m. on Sunday on June twelfth, if I'm not mistaken, Eastern Standard Time. Um, first of all, two questions, Crispy. One. Does that does that excite you that Microsoft is is coming with the big the big bat? They're they're coming to hit a grand slam. And more importantly, who? I mean, you can. I mean, I'm I'm gonna say that it's probably the coalition. But out of the 23 studios, fuzzy, I fuzzy crispy. My God, um, uh, which 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 studio are you most excited to see their wares from? Well, first of all, I think it's time for, you know, Microsoft to really uh really show what what you know, being hands off. You you're, you're is calling all for about. the full Monty is what you're saying. Uh, I I want, you know, a lot of people call them out after that Undead Labs thing that, you know, oh, they're too hands off. Well, if tw- all 23 studios have submitted something, now Phil's got to sit here and figure out what they're actually going to, you know, show because you know, I'm sure there's going to be a, a, a slight round table, you know, probably in a teams or something that yeah. says, you know, who's who's ready for next year. And we'll start there. You know what I mean? Because yeah. at this point, yeah. it's like if you need more time, you have all the time you need. So I think that's really that's something that is just awesome right now. I mean, there's probably games that are going to be baking because, you know, they, they have, you know, they could release kind of they could release but you want them to be polished and and ready to roll and um you know of course it's the coalition i want to see what new ip they're doing i mean that's that's number one for me um after that i'm, I'm intrigued on you know um compulsion what exactly they're doing yeah that's that's the dark horse right there brother yeah. that's, that's the one that i really want to see yep and then you got you know you got in exile i mean you know, they are like most of these devs are now saying we want to make triple A, you know, games that have, you know, started out as a double A studio, you know, a support studio or something like that. So, I mean, it's very intriguing to see what they have. I mean, you know, we know we're going to see a lot of Starfield. We know that. But it's going to be all the, you know, one more things that, you know, if there's like five or six of them, I mean, have you ever seen that in a show? No, I, I, you, I don't you, think so. No, not to this date. Nope. So, and you have a lot of IPs that are already like, I mean, what you do more Hellblade. You don't even need to do that. You could let them just sit there and, you know, have its its own little uh, state of play style. You know what I mean? Like you don't have to, you know, touch the ones you've already announced, but you still got a vowed out there. I mean, we saw that little snippet and, and it's still there and obsidian is is a juggernaut now like yeah, it's they sure are. you know it's it's such a huge pickup I, I, like i said that is uh probably going to be go down as one of the most underrated pickups in history um because they are just they are running on all cylinders and um i'm definitely intrigued to see more from avowed as well so i mean there's just there's so much and you know i kind of laugh when people are like Xbox has no games well you wait you, you could just sit there and say that now <laughs> but you wait and 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 trust me this is the year and that's because, you know, Horizon Forbidden West fumbled, you know, um, Gran Turismo fumbled. Yep. Those are your big IPs. I, I'm going to be honest with you. This is the time. Um, if you guys aren't thinking about it, put the boot on the throat, Phil. Let's go. Yes. Okay. Let's let's yep. see what we're getting from Game Pass in the next two years. And, and I just, I can't wait. 
Yeah, I, I agree. Real quick, uh, Pixelbit G, good friend of the program, he drops a very generous $2 super chat. And he says something, again, go, just going back to for a second to the last topic. He says the base answer is look at Flight Sim, no last gen. Yep, I agree 100%. That's a great point. Game is just too massive to be on last gen, and I think that motorsport is too big to be on last gen. And, uh, you know, I'm sorry. Uh, I know it's going to upset some people, but the reality is is that I don't want – first of all, and I, I, and I forgot to actually say this in, in, while we were talking about it. If there is one game that is going to sell your console on next gen regarding graphics and speed and, and, and precision, it's a racer. More importantly, it's a turn 10 developed racer. And more importantly than that, it's a motorsport, the next motorsport, the one that has skipped almost two years outside of its cycle for games being released. This game has to release and look like you're actually in in a, in, in an actual you know racing uh, stadium. You're actually watching the cars go by. You're like my guy, I can't believe my eyes. That that's how good this has to be. I believe that's how good it's going to be. And if next next gen has to get cut because of it, then so be it. Uh, sorry again. Uh, Dakato drops a very generous five dollars super chat and says, "If ever if everyone submitted, why not just have uh, reveals at game uh, at Games On and Tokyo Game Show as well to make them more part of the community than previous gens?" I mean that that I mean again, we, we, it, it, what Rand said is they're not going to show all twenty three games, but all twenty three studios have presented their uh gameplay demos or whatever it's going to be i would imagine that some of that is going to be saved for xo right do we know if there's an xo i i I can't tell you no one said anything to me so i'm just going to assume that yes no Uh, we know that the keelys are coming right that's coming in december they're going to need something big they've been pretty big in the last couple of years there so i could imagine that, that maybe some big bombs are saved for that but this E3 is going to be monstrous. Um, let's go to John Wolf next. John, uh, where where do you personally fall on how uh, this show needs to be bigger than last than than last year's ten out of ten? But on top of that, um, what of the twenty three are you most excited to see? I'll I'll answer your questions in, in the order that you asked them. Boom. Uh, I think that. You know, the tweet that Phil put out, uh, basically it reads, getting ready for events, spending time with studios, reviewing demos, announces scripts is one of the most fun parts of the job. I feel like a fan who has sneaked behind stage watching the show get created. I can't wait for 612 to show the amazing work of so many talented teams. Uh, I'm reading between the lines there. I'm thinking they're bringing the gameplay, boom. Definitely. And, and, And the gameplay that that me personally i think we need to see we need to see a vowed gameplay 100 sure there was a lot of hype coming uh, f- uh from that game when it was announced so it's time to show some gameplay on that obviously the 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 elephant in the room starfield it, it, the time is now to show that gameplay as well boom and and what about perfect dark that's the dark horse here for me boom personally I, i'm super excited to see how they can recreate this uh, th- this brand, right, and and bring it to life in a new way. So, Perfect Dark is definitely up there for me. But but the one boom that I'm most excited personally is Fable. Ah, I, yes, I, you took the words right. right out of my mouth, brother. That yeah, is yes, the one. Yes, yes, sir. 
Playground Games Boom is up there with the uh, coalition as probably the one-two punch in uh, on top of you know Microsoft Studios first party. Um, P- Playground Games is is not only do they have the potential, but they have the pedigree to deliver an amazing experience like like the likes that uh, like we've never seen before. So Fable to me is the one that I'm most personally excited for. But after reading that that tweet from that tweet from Phil. Um, I got, I got to let everybody know. I, I think he's super excited because he knows that this is the year that they finally get to show off all the gameplay from all those announcements that they, that they, uh, revealed last year. You, you know, what comes to mind? I don't know how many people here are WWF fans, not WWE, WWF <laughs> fans. Okay. Let, let's go back to Jimmy Snooker and Junkyard Dog and Tito Santana. Okay. That's what I'm talking about. When Vince McMahon started getting into being a part of the of the show he used to walk down the ring to the ring in the most <laughs> absurd over exaggerated way with his legs wide open and he's just at the big big chest that he had and he's walking down and when i read that tweet folks, <laughs> i gotta be honest with you Here with, comes the, that's, the, that's Chet, with the song no no with the song "No Chance from Hell" playing in the background, yeah, "No Chance from Hell." That, that's that is what I thought of seeing Big Papa Phil so excited because look again, say what you want, he's that he is the head of Microsoft Gaming. So if he is putting a tweet out like that, obviously he's incredibly excited, uh, and he uh, again to to suggest that. I feel like a kid that snuck behind the uh, the curtain, on, 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 you know, behind a show, a show, and and seeing how the, how the you know the cake gets made is just bonkers. Um, and this is the year. This is the year where they are going to strut their stuff. Um, I, I I say that because both Nintendo and Sony, well, they're in a bit of a conundrum. Um, I think both of those publishers are in trouble. Sony. I don't think they're going to have anything loaded to go. We're probably going to see some Spider-Man 2 gameplay. Very excited for that. Uh, I don't know if we'd see Wolverine. I know that there's supposed to be an announcement of a third Marvel IP that's an exclusive. I don't know who's doing it. Uh, if it's Insomniac, well, I mean, they're, they've been the workhorse. Uh, and that would be pretty big because obviously they have the corner of, of superhero games and Marvel specifically. Um I don't know what else they can show. I mean, God of War, is it coming? Is it not coming? We don't know. Is it 2022, 2023? But past there and past Spider-Man and Wolverine, we kind of don't know what they're doing. Uh, same thing for Nintendo, right? Like Metroid, are we going to see it this year after it was announced 18 years ago? I, I, I don't know. I mean, we know Breath of the Wild 2 is coming next year. I, I don't know if I want to see any more of it. I, I, I saw enough. Just, bring, just release the game. So I, I think that Microsoft really has an opportunity to strangle the competition with their wares. And I think they're going to do that. Um, Fuzzy, let's bring you in the, into the conversation, brother. Mm-hmm. But before I do, I got to thank uh, 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 Poochie in the chat. He drops a very generous $5 super chat and says, are we sure that it's not going to be uh, streamed on the app? Oh, stream to the Xbox One via the cloud. I guess he's referring to um, Forza Motorsport. I, I not everyone has a good connection, brother, and I don't know if I would be comfortable 
putting that out there. You know what I'm saying? Streamed or not. I, I don't know if it, it, I, I want that playing on hardware. I don't know if I want that, that, that a, a racing genre that's supposed to be 60 frames, 35 cars on the screen streaming, to be honest with you. I, I, I don't know. Only time is going to tell. We also have, uh, oh, Jacob Novak. What's up, brother? How are you feeling? He drops an outstanding $10 super chat and says, the rumored Marvel game we are all we are talking about might be from a classic license because many people speculated in the rumor uh, tweet that it's an X-Men game. Sony have Wolverine, but Xbox may have the IP for the, his team. Yeah, that that's interesting. And Drawn TJ drops an additional $5 super chat and says, uh, I want a three-hour show uh, of nonstop gameplay. I want to be blown away. Plus Ubisoft Plus in Game Pass announcement. I think that's coming. I, I think that this show is two hours minimum. I, I, I don't think it can be anything less. It's just, There's just too much. And Starfield must be a 20-minute explosion. Like that, Redfall, we have to see. Motorsport, we have to see. There are some games coming this year uh, that we have to see. They This is their big show before the holiday. We have to see it. But uh, Fuzzy, what of the studios of the 23 that are supposedly have submitted their gameplay trailers and demos are you most excited to see? And, and, and do you think Microsoft is basically going to let the cat out of the bag and go crazy uh, <laughs> uh, uh, for this show? Considering that last year's show was by many people's account, including many people on this panel and in this chat, a 10 out of 10. Yeah. I, I think they're actually going to exceed what they did last year. And I know that that's a tall order, but I, I do truly believe that they'll be able to exceed that. Now, obviously, one of the most anticipated games for me, even though I have my criticisms of it, it's still going to be Forza Motorsport. Hands oh, down. that's not a surprise. I'm sorry. I'm, you know what? I am shocked and appalled <laughs> by that comment, Fuzzy. How dare you? <laughs> no, but uh, there, there's a couple of key ones, and, and you guys have mentioned them. Uh, uh, some of them. Uh, just previously, but it's the ones that I think that they might potentially end the show with. Like we talked about Coalition's, you know, non-Gears new IP that they're working on. I, I think that might close the show and that one I'm, I'm, I'm anxious to see what that might be. That's interesting. And I, 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 yesterday on the Xbox Factor podcast, we closed out the topics of the day uh, with that particular question of what do you want to be the one more thing? Um, I, I said more. I, I said Mortal Kombat versus Ki or oh, just a new Killer Instinct, and that, that, that would, would be awesome. Oh, lights again. Let, let me just paint the picture for you, folks, and I'll give it back to Fuzzy. So everyone, mm -hmm. if you missed yesterday's show, just imagine <laughs> Phil, Phil comes out on stage. Goosebumps are inducing, folks. I, I can't show you on camera, but they're real. Um, and Phil says, "Hey, listen, I want to thank all the Xbox community for being so patient. We hope that you enjoyed the show." But I got one more thing. But before I uh, show you what that is, I got to introduce somebody. And he says, <laughs> he goes, why don't you come on out? And Ed Boone walks out <laughs> wearing a Killer Instinct shirt. Very, very similar to what, what's, what Phil is going to wear. With and Kitana and Molina, says, a one arm each, right? Kitana and Molina. Yeah, yeah, no, no, no. Listen, I, I, I'll take that too. But he says, hey, <laughs> Phil, thank you so much for inviting me to my first Xbox uh, Bethesda showcase. Today, I want to announce that uh, NetherRealm Studios has officially joined Xbox Game Studios. <laughs> and uh, I want to show you what we've been working on. Lights go black, he disappears, and you hear the doom, 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 doom. And it's Killer Instinct rebooted. And yep, 
That's it. I'm dead. Combo um, <laughs> right breaker. Dead. Live on the air because I'm going to be streaming it. But Fatality. <laughs> Please continue fucking. <laughs> no, that, hey, uh, a killer instinct versus Mortal Kombat, or I always joke calling it killer combat. Just make that game. That, that, would, that would be I an awesome ending combat. to the show. Awesome. Um, just two more that I, 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 think might be able to be able to end the, um, the show as well. One you also mentioned was the Compulsions uh, Project Nightmare game. Dark Horse, brother. That's, a, that's yeah. the Dark Horse studio. <laughs> I, and uh, I have a feeling, Fuzzy, you're onto something with that because Phil talked about it uh, specifically yeah. in an interview. If you remember that, oh, we yeah. talked about that. He said that, you know, the, 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 interviewer, the interviewer asked him, hey, Phil, what what game have, hasn't the public seen that you're most excited for? And he says, listen, can I give you two? He says, yeah, sure. So, of course, mm-hmm. obviously, Starfield, right? That's right. that's easy. That's that's an easy drop in a bucket. That's that's <laughs> an easy layup. But then he turns around and says, you know, this small team from uh, Compulsion, uh, what they're working on is just next level. And he's excited for it. I, I think yeah. you might be onto something fuzzy. And then the last one, which my, many people may have forgotten, especially considering uh, Hellblade 2 is the the you know centerpiece. Remember that Project Mara? Ah, the horror one. Yes. Yeah. I wouldn't be surprised if that might come out before Hellblade 2. I, I don't know. I, I, I know it was a smaller team, smaller, you know, you know, experience type of game. Um, so that I think could 10 also people were working well. on that game. It was a very small group of people. Mm hmm. But then again, they had only a small group to make the original Hellblade. So it, it could be one people, of those surprise like yeah. hit type of deals where it's like it like 12 minutes. I consider a, was a great game, but, you know, it didn't you know fly with everybody. But having it where it might be just in one room or one apartment or or wherever the you know uh, Mara is being held type of deal. And pretty much you're you're pretty much trying to escape her mind. Or as somebody even suggested, maybe it's Senua, but like. In in current time and saying holy the, crap, the dude! I didn't even think like, about that. Like in her a, mental you're saying like in a modern setting. Wow, <laughs> dude! So I, those are the things I'm I'm looking forward to. I mean, there's tons of other ones. Like even some of the the third party projects that they're working with, like IO and certain Infinity with the Monster Hunter game and you know Contraband. I, I want to see all of those as well. But I, I think ending the show with either you know Compulsions game, maybe Ninja Theories, you know Project Mara. Or whatever coalition is working on, I think those are your. You know what, dude? Every one of those are worthy of ending. We have one more thing because they all are going to look absolutely incredible. They're all new IPs. They're all new um, uh, situations. Like that, from what we understand with Project Mara, it's supposed to take place in in one flat, in one in in one like uh, I I believe it's supposed to be even in, in the EU. Uh, where mm-hmm. it's just one flat. I think it's going to have multiple levels, yeah. but this could be uh, like the uh, the uh, very similar, like the PT. You know, mm-hmm. obviously that demo, except it's going to be a full on game. Man, horror! What a way to close out. I, I, but you know what? I got to be honest with you. I, I think the winner of your conversation is the coalition one. Yeah, like that definitely. is wow, brother. <laughs> I didn't even think about that. Like I went like, man, I want that in the middle of the show. But I think you close out the show with that. That's great. Yeah. <laughs> That's a, that's a strong one, uh, Dave. Let's get your opinion on this, brother. What what what, what of the twenty three teams that are, are again rumored to have submitted their work for this big show? Um, 
are you most excited to see? Like what what of those and in your opinion does Microsoft uh, have a, a a hefty hill to climb to outdo what they did in 2021? Well, I think that Microsoft Phil are going to throw the kitchen sink at us. I love it. We are yeah. going to get like bombarded by just and there may be some you know cg trailers there may be hopefully a lot of gameplay but it's all going to just build the momentum of you know xbox has the games hold on to your hats here it comes you know every quarter day and date um in game pass something huge it's going to be you know it's going to be great uh, you know a triple a title um every quarter i think is coming and uh and they're going to just set the, the placemat out and be like here you go let's serve it up i think i think it's coming um another thing um that i'm th- I, of the, the, the title i'm looking forward to probably I mean, there's a lot of them obviously so many starfield whatever avowed i'm really wanting to see you know what avowed is going to be about it and i guarantee you they're going to show something more at this they have to they have to uh another thing i'm really looking forward to uh is going to be um your big show um which i'm fortunate to be a part of it's going to be have a huge amazing panel we're going to be i mean the show is going to be happening and we're going to be right there through the whole thing live reactions brother huge discussion afterwards and everybody that subscribes to this channel will automatically get notified so please make sure you subscribe and and get in there for that and as far as um you know how they end it i am i have no doubt in my mind that there is something if not two or three things that are like that we have absolutely no idea no one's hinted at that is just totally gonna be like holy crap they just dropped that at the end i, I just I, I feel it that there's something big coming because they want to make a super strong statement a now, doom handle crossover web dave can you imagine that that, that would be cool, That'd be cool. <laughs> me personally because uh jeff grubb has said that uh that this is definitely something that's in the works but finally the official announcement and you know kojima walk out on stage i know everybody that's a likes big one too it, everyone wants to know crap, what he's doing. that yeah. Sony people would shit themselves. Excuse my language. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they would. And you know, Kojima would come out and be like, you know, hey. There's going to be a lot of, of there's going to be a lot of PlayStation fans lighting a candle that day. That, 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 that does not happen. Okay? <laughs> All I'm going to say is that, uh, you know, show, show up to the show wearing your brown pants. So if you crap your pants, you can just simply just walk away with it. No one's going to know anything. That's, I mean, again, that's, what I, that's, that's the kind of show that I'm expecting. Or Phil's going to wear ripperway pants. <laughs> or I, I'm in for it. I, I'm, I'm all in. Oh, um, but uh, JC Collar-Monroe drops an outstanding $2 super chat and says, oh, my God. He says, I'm at the hospital, and he's waiting for his son to be born. Congratulations. Oh, That's awesome, man. Thank you. Listen, best wishes to you, the missus, and everyone involved. Obviously, we hope that the baby, your, new, your son, is going to be uh beautiful and healthy and congratulations on the addition to the family uh that is freaking awesome thank you for sharing something so personal um folks we still got some time here we still got 30 minutes before this show ends and we do have another topic to get into and i want to get to that topic but let me just make sure uh that i'm catching up with um 
all of the uh, actual notes for the show because you know people do scold you you know if if you if you mess up on on the on the actual timestamps people <laughs> let you know about the business uh we have uh oh jacob novak drops an additional five hours of chat and says one last thing phil uh phil say snake are oh my god snake are you there <laughs> and a trailer play that's dope dude like that that's that's goosebump inducing he was like he does the codex he's like snake Snake, are you there? And the voice comes up. Listen, I'm dead. That's it. It's over. I, you guys have just <laughs> killed me. Um, Sir X-Men drops uh, another super chat of $2. Thank you for the generosity, brother. He says, Xbox announces the Power Stone reboot. Oh, my God. Yes, nice. Power Stone was incredibly good. Capcom, what are you doing with this IP? Just, you know what? You want to cheap. You want to be a Nintendo. Cheap out. Sell, sell me tell me the originals. Just re- remake. <laughs> and I'm good. You got You got my money. But I do want to get to topic uh, number four. Uh, let me see what that is right here. Yeah, we got to talk about this because this was supposed to be talked about yesterday. I promised I would bring it forward because I had advertised about it. I, you know, in passing, you know, this this morning we talked about the Mandalorian potentially being made. Uh, it's it's rumored to be an MMO. Um. And, you know, again, I would imagine that there is going to be a story that you can follow as the Mandalorian. But a lot of people are calling for you to be able to make your own Mandalorian, right? Which I think is bonkers phenomenal. Um, Star Wars, as we know, is such a wide universe. Like we, most people know it for Luke, Han, Leia, Darth, you know, and they're, you know, Obi-Wan, R2, and, and, and C-3PO, right? That's, that's what a lot of a lot of us equate Star Wars to, at least some of the OGs like us. Uh, some of the newer kids, they equate Star Wars to the, you know, uh, the, the clone, the Clone Wars, especially because of the animated series that just had, had eight seasons. So it was popular. But the Mandalorian seems to be uh, that genre. I mean, that, that character that has captivated uh, everyone, young, old, people in the middle, normies. Um, and a lot of has to do with Baby Yoda. Uh, you know, obviously, Groku was a, was a big draw. But the Mandalorian is an IP that is still sizzling hot. Um, and we know that, depending on who you ask, you know, the, the, the Boba Fett series, with Boba, not as good as when the Mandalorian came back. Then it kind of it went off the rails. Um, and I, I kind of agree. I'm mean, like I said, I'm I'm a Fett fan, but it was a lot of with the helmet off. Same thing that a lot of people are dealing with with uh, you know with with the Halo series, which I happen to really like. Um, and it just seems, folks, and, and please correct me if I'm if I'm mistaken, that the cards are starting to line up where. Sony is slipping. This isn't a dig. This isn't me trying to be petty or to be messy. Sony finds themselves trying to ice skate uphill, and it's not working, right? And it, like I said, the cards are starting to come together where there are, there are entities like a Disney, you know, that looks and sees that the market leadership is changing, right? It's not Sony anymore. Uh, it, it, they, they again, we can't take away what they did last gen, but that's last gen. Let's talk about this gen. They're down in console sales now. Is that because no one wants a PS5 or they can't make them quick enough that they work? That's not my problem. That's Sony's problem. Uh, Microsoft figured it out, and they're and, and Series X and S you can pretty much find anywhere now. 
And you know, I, you know what I say say to Sony. Pardon my French. In the words of the great and late Richard Pryor, "Tough titty." <laughs> Sorry. What can I tell you? Um, but here's the thing. It seems as if LucasArts looks at what Microsoft is doing and they go for the gold and they go and they grab a hot off the grill IP in the Mandalorian. Now, again, this comes the way and let me, let me break down some information that we have here. Um, this wasn't just Skullsy from Skullsy TV. Nick Baker, obviously, if you don't know who Nick is, special Nick of the Xbox era. Good friend of mine, good friend of the community. We love those guys over at Xbox era. Uh, him and Skolzy, uh were going back and forth, and they basically pretty much confirmed that this is a thing. Now, could they both be wrong? 100%. I'm wrong more times than I'm right when it comes to these rumors, but that's life. I got I, I to gotta go uh, to John Wolf. John, I know you're a huge Star Wars fan. I don't know where you fall with Mandalorian, but my God, if Microsoft somehow, some way at this show turns around, I don't even need gameplay because it's probably extremely early. They may not even have concept. But the, if they make the announcement that Microsoft has acquired the rights to make a Mandalorian exclusive that is going to crack open the interwebs uh what are your thoughts on this do you want to see this happen but more importantly what kind of a, a mandalorian game are you looking for because this says mmo so obviously it's going to be uh, it's going to be multiplayer do, do you want to make your own mandalorian and tell your own star wars tale boom uh to answer your question do do i want a, a mandalorian game exclusively on xbox oh hell yeah Okay. Now, while you were while you were going and 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 reading about the rumor boom and introducing the the topic, I was I was casually watching Star Wars thirteen thirteen. You remember that, dude? That game it, it breaks my heart that that game is is not a that. Thing. To answer your question, Boom, that's what I want the Mandalorian game to be. I, I don't want an MM, uh, MMO, Boom. I, I'm not a big fan of MMOs. I, if you if you ask me right now the truth, I, I, that's the type of game that I want. A Star Wars 1313, the game that never was. Bring it forward. Put the Mandalorian in it and tell an amazing story. It's, uh, it, it's something that would definitely be, in my opinion, a system seller. It's something that would uh, put basically put xbox on the map for sure for all star wars fans it's it, it would be a, it would be a must okay and it does answer that that need of third person over the shoulder narrative experiences okay it checks off all the boxes boom and more importantly yep. selfishly again boom we we were owed a star wars 1313 damn it okay yeah, i'm no, gonna that's... beat that drum to the end of time <laughs> All right, we were owed that game and they took it away from us, brother. So that's really all I gotta say, boom. Because I'll keep it short and sweet because the, the bottom line is I do not want an MMO. Boom. I'm I'm gonna be real with you. I'm not even gonna yeah. touch it. I'm not gonna touch it. So it I needs agree to be with you there. I agree. No, no, I, yeah. I, I agree, John. I, I I think that look, this is what they're reporting. Could it be wrong? Could it be an MMO with a single player aspect? Yes. Could it could it be as good with both? Sure, absolutely. If I want to be selfish and petty like you, yeah, man, I'm sorry. I, I, yeah. I like I, I like multiplayer, but Star Wars is one of those types of games that I just want to sit with my headphones on 
and hear the lightsabers and and the blaster sounds and the the the, the, the incredible iconic soundtrack ringing in my ears as I'm playing this single player story driven thing. I have I have one more thing to add that I have here in my notes. What about there? There's been a rumor for a long time that Roundhouse Studios was working on something, and no one knows. Yes, what it is. no one knows. Okay? What it is. Yep, yep. So if you ask me, if they're working on this Mandalorian game and they can pump something out of high quality to in in the vein of a Star Wars thirteen thirteen and and tell a good story revolving around the bounty hunters and that that that's really the area of star wars that interests me the most that that's the one that i that i'm most you know that that draws me in um the mandalorian did a great job of of introducing more of the lore and 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 stuff like that with the bounty hunters so it's definitely something boom that it's a it's a needle It, it it moves the needle it's a game changer if they were yeah. to announce something like that, the same way that, you know, the the Sony enthusiasts, they hype up the Wolverines and the Spider-Mans of the world. It would be nice for the Xbox side to to champion the Mandalorian on this side. You know, real quick, uh, Ch- uh, Chargasm uh, says, was that the real Major Nelson in the chat? Well, I don't know. I, I, I didn't even see that because I'm doing a million things here. Uh, I had the incredible pleasure of sitting down with Larry Herb uh, in 2019. I, again, I think I had like 5,100 subs at that point. It, ridiculous. Like Microsoft would work with the, with, with the little with, with the little boom. Um, I don't know if it was my. If I know that he has spoke, we, we you know obviously we talk behind the scenes. He did tell me, and I don't think he was BSing that people from Xbox listen to the show, which is why we keep it PG, right? Obviously, for a lot of reasons, I like the PG element. I, sometimes we drop an F-bomb every now and again or something, but it, we, for the most part, we do keep it pretty good. And that's because I know Microsoft is listening. Uh, it's important to me how we how we run the show. And I know that, you know, e- even, uh, you know, um, for, for, for a fact that, they've, that, that they might be listening, and if they are... Let's hope that uh, Phil Spencer interview when I hit 1,000 videos some kind of sinks in, uh, and Rubenstein is listening because you know he works with PR. We love uh, we, you know we, we love we love Rubes. Um, but listen, let, let's continue. Crispy, I, I got to go to you next on this. Uh, again, actually, before I do, let me just catch up on a, a big super chat that comes in from a good friend of the program, Smokey. What's going on, brother? How have you been? He drops an outstanding $20 super chat. Wow, dude. Thank you for the generosity. He says, thanks for keeping us all entertained all week long. Thank you, brother, for the compliment. He says, enjoy your break this weekend. Have fun at the movies. Yeah, I'm nervous because I haven't been to an actual theater in over two years and I'm still a little, I'm double masking and everything. And I'm going to be like the, the mom that comes with all the wipes and everything. But we're going in the morning, my brother. We have a 1030. So hopefully maybe we can get you know people to stay away. Like I said, Dr. Strange, Kevin Feige, if you listen, brother, I'm risking life and limb for this damn film because I can't be held back and have you know, things spoiled for me. So I'm, I'm, I'm risking life and limb for this. You know, risk reward. That's how I like to be. And this is very risky, but I I, I Got to see Doctor Strange into the multi wheeler for the madness. But thank you for the super chat, brother. Um, but um, crispy, <clears throat> this is a rumor, right? It, it's a rumor from two sources that I trust indubitably. Uh, and now it's starting to kind of make the rounds. And like I said in the lead up to the conversation, I think Microsoft has gotten so big and so important 
that they can no longer be denied a conversation with any game or any IP that's exclusive. And it would be pretty stellar if Microsoft did, in fact, lock up a Star Wars IP as big as The Mandalorian. I mean, what Dave Filoni and John Favreau have done for Star Wars, I, I don't think you can put a uh, an actual thumb on the conversation and say that after The Last Jedi, which was a steaming pile of a film mm. in every way, shape, or form, they literally <laughs> saved Star Wars. They, they literally took the brand that started in 70 or 77 and put it on their backs and brought it to an, a, a way that we're all excited at anything that they're doing when they're involved. Uh, that would be pretty unbelievable if they did get that as an exclusive, specifically to have the Bethesda online team do it. What, what are your thoughts on this brother? Is this something that you want to see come to fruition? You know, I, I got to say this, uh, Mandalorian definitely was one of those uh, series that really brought my love for Star Wars back. Uh, it, and I think it's for a lot of people. Um, it's one of those things they really like kind of touched on the past, touched on the future, really brought you a new story that you really haven't seen before. Um, it's it's one of those things. It was just, in my opinion right now, and we got more to come, I believe masterpiece you know what i mean one of the best series i've ever watched um that that being said if it's zenimax online i mean that's what we're talking about here that's that's the developer that yep so i i actually probably said this because i i think we had this topic maybe on this show a couple fridays ago or more than that that imagine if it's a spinoff of starfield hmm. wow Okay, yeah. now think about it. You see, you see that the Top Gun, you know, that that part, you know. So we're going into movies, TV. They use they use the platform that is Flight Sim to release the Top Gun. You know, I, I'm just saying, if it's just Zenimax Online, it is possible that they use those assets that are in Starfield to create this own universe. Now. MMO, I wouldn't like, but that's not necessarily true. If you could play as certain characters in that universe and be a part of a story, like in in a way, I think people would be intrigued with that. Obviously, they have should have learned from their mistakes with a Fallout seventy six. But if you look at Elder Scrolls Online, that is still a major, major community there. And they're and doing they it right, dude. Like it. they have done update after update. It gets and better there's and better. story there. There's yeah. story there. Okay, so I just feel like if it is Bethesda Zenimax, Zenimax Online doing it, I feel like they would use the creation engine too and and use the assets already there in Starfield and, and create a, a Star Wars universe <laughs> all on its own. Down. So yeah. I mean, is it possible that it could let people down? Of course. I mean, any game that you know you could think the highest of can all of a sudden not be what you thought it was. That being said, I feel like you know, with Microsoft backing everything else, we don't have to have a cash cow anymore. We can just create a great experience, and I hope that's what this is. Well, yeah, you know, it's it's, it's, it's to, to your point about the Elder Scrolls Online. 
Um, when it started, like every game, it, it was heavily dependent on uh, you being there with friends. And they have changed that in update after update. You could logistically right now go download that free-to-play game, boot it up, and play the entire the entire game by yourself, and you would be okay with it. And, and it's done in a way so... The Mandalorian, uh, if it, if it, just imagine, first of all, to see it done in the creation engine, which we're going to see for the first time uh, running when they show what Starfield, and we've only seen little quips here and there. I, I want to see the game running, and they're going to give it to us. Um, but a Mandalorian game using those assets uh, and the creation engine that, that's going to be new um, uh, with the potential of, you know, the ideology that, yeah, if you want to travel the, the, the Star Wars universe with friends, you can do that. But if you want to just sit down and play solo, you can do that as well. That is a winning combination. I, I And I think that, again, it's one of those IPs. Um, and again, this is this is all speculation, folks. So please bear with us as we as we elaborate on theory, not not actual fact. Um, but. The big business that Microsoft is looking to get into, we're here. We got almost almost 375 people still here on a Wednesday morning, right? We're considered the hardcore. We are not the majority. We are the minority in, 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 in gaming. Microsoft has us in the bag. We're already here. That's not who they are looking for. Can I real quick, boom? I just had this really crazy thought. Please go Imagine crazy. in the MMO part, you could play as Grogu. I think people would go nuts. Dude, but you see, I... <laughs> that's what you're saying right there is what moves the needle for someone that owned a PlayStation 4 because at the water cooler at work, their buddy was like, yo, man, did you play that Spider-Man? Wow, my God, it's so good. Really? I just saw the film. Is it as good as the film? Oh, my God, it's even better than the film. And they go out and they buy a PlayStation for that one game. And they go, and, and again, the normies, the casuals, whatever you want to call them, they buy two games a year, right? And Sony kind of pigeonholed themselves with, well, if you want a game from us, first party, 7643 in New York, suck it. Well, Microsoft can turn around and say, We'll give you five months of Xbox Game Pass for that for that seventy five bucks. Oh, and by the way, the new console, which we saw, I saw an actual sale two hundred and twenty seven dollars for the Series S right now. That's that's preposterous. When that when that thing is two hundred bucks, it's gen over. When it when Call of Duty is in Game Pass, goodbye Sony. Last place, have a seat. That's the way it's going to be. Oh, and, and, and I'm not trying to be derogatory, but that's that's how it's going to be. Nintendo is always going to be Nintendo. They they march to their own drum. But when Microsoft finishes this deal and Call of Duty, I don't care about everything else. The Call of Duty is the, is the play. That's the long play for Microsoft. When you when, when your buddy turns around at work and is talking to another guy that hasn't played a, a played a console game in I don't know ten years, and he says, "I just got Call of Duty for free." Because that's what it's equated to. When the conversations come up, it's not that, oh, you know, maybe proper. I pay $15 a month, and that's what I get in my subscription. No one talks like that. They're going to be like, I just got Call of Duty 2024 for free, and Sony is selling it for 76 bucks. No, man, I'm going, I'm, I'm hanging out on Xbox. And this is, <laughs> this is a game that is in that conversation. 
yo, did you see that new Star Wars? Yo, you could use Groku with crazy powers. I'm sold. Your, <laughs> your grandma's playing it. Your grandmother just bought an Xbox. <laughs> Grandma Xbox is on the controller right now using Grogu because she's adorable. That's all I'm going to say. But let's let's continue this ridiculous conversation. Let me move it to Fuzzy Bell with you. Fuzzy, listen, you've heard everyone so far. I'm, oh, yeah. I've gotten I've gotten a little ridiculous. With this. But the, the truth of the matter is, is that Microsoft is looking when, you know, Phil got a lot of backlash, more so from the negative pieces of garbage of the community that, that that's five five percent, the toxic the people that we stay away from. Mm-hmm. But even people in the gaming media kind of gave it to him. Phil Spencer, 3 billion gamers. What does that guy know? (laughs) Well, I kind of think he knows a little bit. And if you are going to get, you know, 3 billion gamers, you got to have it from all angles and and with this deal they do. Um, But getting getting a a franchise that's hot, like The Mandalorian, uh, even if it's an MMO, there there could be a a huge amount of single-player elements added, just like ESO. What are your mm-hmm. thoughts on that, brother? Could, could that be an actual reality? And would it be one of those feathers in the cap for Microsoft? I, I think at this point it definitely would. I mean, you, you have to look at games like Destiny or even The Division, even though I know Division is not getting support like it probably should. But Destiny, with the content drops and things like that that they're doing with that, if you were to have something like that in the Star Wars universe, particularly like the Mandalorian segment of it, I can't imagine how one how they're going to keep hardware on the shelves <laughs> if, if it's one of those things where I mean sure you could probably play it on PC you could play it on your phone but that that's that's like a thing that would move consoles like as easily if not more so than Spider-Man. What um, if on top of that what you're saying cuz I I love what you're putting down moving consoles. Mm-hmm. Like console sales isn't what Microsoft is 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 using in this generation. It's who right. where because people just don't play Game Pass on consoles. You right. play it on your refrigerator, you play it on your <laughs> PC, your tablet. Most of the kids that are in their uh you know their their early teens grew mm-hmm. up with an iPhone in their crib. Right? So oh, yeah. they, they know how to work it better than you do. At, yeah. at, at, at four months old, they're telling you how to uh, load up the settings, right? Exactly. That's, that's how smart these kids are. Um, but there's been a rumor that's been floating around for quite some time that at this event, and again, I, I don't know if this is the event for it, but it's possible mm-hmm. that Microsoft says, hey, listen, we got a streaming stick. It's 100 bucks, right? Controller, streaming stick, uh, streaming, streaming stick. Just imagine that they throw Grogu and Mandalorian on the box. They throw Call of Duty on the box. They, they're not going to be able to keep those things in stock. That, that no. is one of those buys. That even if I would walk past it and I'd be like, I got a series. I got two Series S, uh, two X. I have an S. You know what? I'm going to buy this. $100. No problem. And I buy it. Yeah. And it, I. You know, it would be an impulse buy, like you buy the candy bar 100%. at the you know the checkout counter. So yeah, when I'm waiting, uh, that that baby Ruth, brother, big fan, <laughs> love the nuts and, the, and nougat, bro, big fan. I'm always I'm, I'm always gonna grab it. So yeah. I know what you mean. <laughs> but it, yeah, if they do something like that, like I mean, yeah, I I have more TVs than I probably have consoles in the house. So there, there's always another TV they could use, <laughs> you know, access to to uh, Xbox. Especially if they're doing, I'll that find I'll thing. find a spot for it, right, Fuzzy? Oh yeah, it's one of those things that you'll find even even if you have to put it on on your on one of your other HDMI ports. You, you yeah. just do it, just hang it, just hang it, and switch. <laughs> I want I want to test the graphics, so you just switch between and see. 
great. <laughs> no, but, uh, yeah, if they if they do this with the Mandalorian, I mean, I I'm not going to say console generation over or anything like that, but man, it is going to be an uphill battle for anybody else at that point. Just let me tell that, you what's you know, running Wars through my mind. Are... You're being a gentleman about things, <laughs> and I'm going to get a little messy here. Uh, okay. Um, <laughs> If that happens, if what we're saying, and again, it's, it's, it's all speculation. It's all fun, right? We come here, we laugh. You know what I just envisioned? What you just said. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, when generation over, I don't know. Just imagine this near three, the movie 300. Phil Spencer is the guy kicking Sony, Jim Ryan, into the pit. <laughs> like this. He's kicking him, and Jim is falling into the pit. We never see Jim again. That is what happens. That's messy. Yeah, I'm that's sorry, messy. but I had to say. <laughs> Speaking of that, we do need a rise too. I'll just say that. But I, I, I was playing the footage from Rise yesterday. And I got to be honest with you. Rise still looks good in this. It's, what is it? Nine years old? It's ridiculous how good it looks. But I, I know I, I ruined the podcast by saying that. But I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Try to reel it back in. No, that's but that. I, that would just be an awesome outcome. Like having the Mandalorian game, I, I just think it's it's what we would all pretty much as Star Wars fans would want. It just yeah, in general, absolutely. No. we can't get enough Star Wars. I mean, may the fourth be with you today, yeah. and it's like that. Just hearing something along those lines, just I, I, I yeah. You know, awesome. it's it's why it's important to the conversation. I mean, all joking aside, it, it mm-hmm. is because, like I said, these are the kind of deals that we saw Sony do in an abundance, man. Last yeah. gen, they just, they were, they, they, listen, they sold a hundred, nearly 115, it might be a little bit more, 115 million consoles. You don't do that by just putting out mediocre wear. They, yeah. they they dominated generation because their first party games were amazing and they had people coming to them to do these deals because they're the mark they were the market leader they're not the market leader now maybe on paper not in conversation not <clears throat> if you look at what they've done this year alone like i said on paper sony had a banner year but in in, in practicality not so much Everything that they have launched has been riddled with controversy, whether that's Gran Turismo 7's microtransaction or the bugs in Horizon. You know, like I said, I feel I feel bad for games like Sifu. Sifu is an amazing game that should have had more eyes on it. And it got just curb stomped by, you know, Elden Ring, which still is still in the news. And, and you know, again, on paper, Sony had a great year, not so much in, 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 in you know, actually doing it. So. Microsoft finds themselves in a position where they are always in the news and not for negative stuff. We had some negative stuff. Obviously, you know, uh, you know, we, we, we heard what happened with uh, um, State of Decay studio, right? Uh, that, that was a kind of a non-story, even though it's still important. You know, that guy is gone, but they reported on it. They didn't have a lot of bad news. This is one of those situations, Fuzzy. That I can see LucasArts look again. They're a billion-dollar company. They yeah. read the tea leaves very well. They can see the uprise Microsoft is coming, and obviously, if you just look at how um, that development house over at Bethesda handles big open-world MMOs, especially you know ESO and and Fallout. Fallout seventy-six is an amazing game now. Not so much when it first started. Yeah. If they grab. 
that Mandalorian license, and that's exclusive to the box, man, that is going to move the needle for the casual audience that Microsoft so wants to steal from Sony. And this is, again, it's roles reversal. If you would have told me this last gen, I'd have been like, well, that's not surprising. Sony is just going for the juggler. Now mm-hmm. it's Microsoft. Yeah. No, it's always, it, it seems like these past few generations, there's kind of a generational flip, yep. uh, at least here in the U.S. And I I, I, so, I I definitely think that Xbox is going to gain a lot more market share this this generation. Yeah, 100%. But uh, with, with a Star Wars IP, whether it's Bethesda doing it or even Coalition, whoever Xbox Studios has in charge of doing this, a Mandalorian game, hands down, as popular as that series was, I think will be a system seller, a, a subscribing, you know, draw for, for many of those that may not be on the, you know, uh, even considering Game Pass. I don't know why, but, you know, but for the most part, if they were on the fence, I think that would be that extra nudge to kind of get them to at least try it. And then they'll probably be hooked because most MMOs like that are going to eventually hook you, especially if it's got the characters you want, yep. the, uh, you know, whatever cosmetics you want as far as for your character and things along those lines, it, it hooks you with the story. Yeah. You're, you're, you're going to continue to subscribe at that point. Yeah. Uh, real quick, future generations. What's up, brother? How you doing? He says, who would make the rise to uh, make rise to, I, I say, let Crytek do it. I mean, yeah. Just let them do it again. Nick uh, from uh, Xbox ever had talked about this, man. It's going back a couple of months. And he said that he heard that they are actually working on that, though. He also heard that it would be a multi-plat. Mm. Um, and look, I, I don't care because, you know, Microsoft could we have the original. The original is is is, is what it is. Yeah. I, I would love to see Microsoft lock that up. Um, or at least get it into Xbox Game Pass, but I I, I think it's it's time for Rise Two, yeah. uh, and, and that could be one of the big ones at the show as well. I mean, they did say some third party uh, developers are going to be there showing off some new stuff, so that that could be one of them for sure. But Web Dave, let's get your final opinion on it. Uh, I know that you're a big Star Wars fan, like all of us. Where <laughs> where h- how do you feel the impact of a, of a Mandalorian exclusive would be for Microsoft? Well, I think it would be freaking huge, for one thing. I mean, and the universe of The Mandalorian, I mean, it, you know, it has Grogu, obviously, but it also has uh, Luke Skywalker. It has uh, Boba Fett, uh, Soka. I mean, the list goes on and on with the with the universe that, that it's in. That, you know, obviously, you could pull other Star Wars elements in it, but, I mean, it already in the show has a great foundation uh i mean and plus you can imagine uh you know phil coming out uh at the end say one more thing and then you hear a little you know hear the lightsaber kick in boy that'd be ice that would be so nice that'd be so nice it's again it's it's one of those situational uh moments in gaming that i think we're going to start seeing for microsoft specifically again when market leadership starts to shift right more eyes from other entities outside of gaming going to look at your console and be like man they're they're always in the news everyone's uh, xbox is trending again right and 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 wouldn't you want to attach your ip to the trending uh the trending company yeah i I think you kind of do and microsoft 
man, they opened up 2022 with a bomb when they announced uh, the uh, the uh, the ABK situation. And uh, is is that done this year? I don't know. And who's next? I couldn't tell you. But I can tell you, this has been one hell of a uh, a show. Uh, two hours in, lots of laughs. A little bit messy towards the end, but I had fun with this. Um, <laughs> And uh, listen, I want to thank, we had over 400 people here today. That's that's massive, considering that we normally do this show on uh, Friday mornings. And uh, I can't thank you enough. We had a couple Super Chats come in on the back end, so I want to read those because I don't want to miss them. Um, those are from uh, Jacob Novick drops outstandingly. Two additional Super Chats, one of $2. He says, then say uh, Microsoft bought my- Metal Gear Solid IP and Kojima making it. I've, I've been calling that for years. I think, look that's 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 like that's like a fever dream kind of a situation um would that happen incredibly unlikely but but just for a second just imagine the media attention that gets microsoft turns around whether they buy the metal gear ip whether they license it whatever and it would be a giant big F you to Konami if the man that created that franchise came back after the way he was treated, the way he was thrown out like a coffee cup left on the on, on the workstation. <laughs> um, it would be his way of saying to Konami, you know, again, I'm not going to get explicit here, but it would be the big F you. And I think it would be a story that would be in the news four months if not even over a year because he would be returning to the most one of the most iconic characters in gaming uh i i i, I like what you're putting down brother i think it's phenomenal uh if microsoft could get that ip and they could get they can attach kojima that that's man that's dro- stop the presses kind of a situation he drops an additional five dollars super chat and says i did another super chat but i think if phil did buy last year uh the sh and metal oh silent hill and metal gear uh ip rights before the apk deal which they could have done and gave them to kojima say go crazy and buy them uh, yeah i I mean, you never know. Again, there's there's a lot going on that are conversations we'll never know. That you know, that's just the way business is. But I like what you're putting down. But listen, let's get everyone on out of here, and we're going to start first with um, Crispy Bomb, brother. Thank you so much for joining us on Breakfast at Boom. Obviously, your new location is on Primetime Gaming, which will be next Wednesday at our new date. At uh, 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Brother, sell your brand. Tell everyone where they can check you out on other shows. And more importantly, reach out to you on social media. Oh, boom. Gentlemen, always a pleasure. And uh, I should take a deep breath real quick. At Chris and Bob on Twitter, Chris and Bob 28, Xbox Live. <laughs> you can find me tonight, 8 p.m. on Gaming Beyond the Box. Yes, I'm guesting there. Nice. Uh, obviously, it will be the final time I can do that. Unless we do one of those, you know, giant crossovers. I'd love yeah. to do that. That'd be awesome. Yeah. So we'll see about that. Uh, I got um, next podcast, 8 p.m. Thursday night. We got Retro Renegades Tuesday night, 7 p.m. Primetime Gaming, 7 p.m. Wednesday. And actually, I'll be able to make Breakfast of Boom next Friday. So, Oh, nice, dude. Reprising your role. Uh, we definitely appreciate if you it. Can't, 
if you can't get enough crispy, you got them for the next two weeks. So enjoy yourselves. Have a good uh, week nice. and, you know, stay safe. Yeah, Thank brother. You. Thank Welcome you so back. much. I'm looking forward to it already, brother. You know, you know, I'm already gonna start working on next week's show over the weekend because that's all. I, I, I live, love, uh, and breathe this stuff. It's just I, I love being a part of the industry. I love being a part of the community, and I love talking about games. So this is like second nature. Uh, John Wolf, sell your brand, brother. Tell everyone where they can check out your incredible YouTube channel, where they could potentially be interviewed. We check out those interviews, and more importantly, reach out to you on social media. Yeah, boom. It's uh, you can find me at John Wolf exactly how it's spelled there uh, uh, under uh, in my little dialogue box there. Uh, boom, you had me laughing on the floor, brother. I couldn't, I, I, couldn't compo- I, I, I couldn't compose myself. The chat, man, the chat has been fantastic. Yeah, uh, awesome. You know, I've been seeing, I, I've been seeing comments of. Uh, <laughs> Phil Spencer and Aaron Greenberg double suplexing Jim Ryan at E3. It's been, <laughs> it's been nonstop, and I really appreciate it, uh, guys. It's been it's been a, a heck of an episode. Lots of laughs, lots of good conversation. Boom! And this is the way it should be. If if you enjoyed what you what you listened to, tune into all of Boom shows because he definitely brings uh, some thought provoking you know conversations and lots of laughs for sure. And, uh, yeah, check me out. Hit me up on Xbox, PlayStation, uh, Twitter. If you want to strike up a conversation, you want to get some more good laughs, man, I'm always down for a good laugh. Yeah, brother, thank you for being here. And, again, sorry about that. Uh, there's nothing like losing your composure on, on the air. I, I couldn't I just, I just, could, help myself because that's what popped into my mind when he said, You got oh, me, I, brother. I, you I, got I, me. I, 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 I want to be, you know, Fuzzy was like, I'm going to be nice about it. No, don't be nice. Boom! <laughs> this is three hundred. <laughs> anyway, I'm getting messy again. I apologize for the behavior, uh, Fuzzy Belvedere, uh, brother. Please sell your brand. Uh, obviously, mm-hmm. you really um, dropped some incredible knowledge with your commentary regarding motorsport. Obviously, mm-hmm. if there's any one person in the entire community that can give you the top, bottom, and and other side of the coin information regarding anything racing on any console. It's Fuzzy Belvedere. Go check out his YouTube channel. Also, Fuzzy, where can people reach out to you on social media? Well, just want to thank you, Boom, and the rest of the panel. It was awesome. Yeah, lots of laughs. This, this is so enjoyable, and thank you, chat, for coming out, man. Looking forward to the show on the 12th, man. <laughs> It's, yeah, like it's, only, it's, it's, it's just it's about five weeks away. I I I can't believe we're almost at the half of the year already. Like yeah. my God, where did twenty twenty two go? It's like hey, bonkers. Time flies when you're having fun. <laughs> yeah, indeed, indeed. <laughs> but uh, for anybody that wants to hear my thoughts on any uh, racing sims or any gaming in general, you can always follow me on Twitter at fuzzy underscore belvedere. Uh, you can also find my YouTube fuzzy underscore belvedere. Uh, for those that want to see me uh, or hear my thoughts on on other topics, you can also find me on FSP Fun Speculation Podcast with Mav on his channel on Mondays at 10 uh, p.m. Eastern Time. Uh, normally, you find me here on uh, Breakfast with Boom on Friday mornings, but you know, not this Friday, but next Friday uh, at 10 a.m. Eastern Standard Time, and on. Uh, xbox factor podcast i'm now a member of that as well with uh, fun speculation uh mav pong uh three bit psychonauts uh assassin lupa uh caitlin one of the best shows that a lot of people don't tune into on friday nights i mean it's it's what they do there is 
such a family fun atmosphere yeah. and so much knowledge and so many personalities are there. Please, please, please get over there and check out that show on Friday evenings. It's, it's literally phenomenal. Yeah. Greatly appreciate it. And then on uh, Saturday evenings, uh, you can also find me on the shop podcast with PTK Blam and Palm yep. Soul. Uh, it's a smaller, smaller crew, but we just go over what we've been playing and, you know, our thoughts on things and, it's it's more of like barbershop talk, but ah uh, yeah, it's good. But it's but it's good. It's a lot of fun. That that show is fantastic. And PT Gate Lamb is a good dude. That guy's a quality community member. So definitely get out over there and sub his channel as well. Over two hundred and fifty episodes, right, Fuzzy? Yeah, yeah. I mean, <laughs> listen, you know, look, not, nothing is guaranteed in YouTube, and it's the, the talent is so vast, and there's mm-hmm. so many incredible people that you don't know. Uh, to do two hundred and fifty of anything in 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 life, very hard to do. 250 episodes of YouTube, not a, not a drop in the bucket, folks. Nothing's guaranteed. Definitely yeah. get over and check out his uh, channel. Tell him that Boom sent you. But, yeah, thanks so much for that, brother. Uh, and Web Dave, sell your brand. You just dropped a, 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 a one-on-one with a, one of the most iconic people in gaming, Dealer himself. Great, great interview. Talk about what you do on your channel where can people check out the incredible interviews that you've done and where can people reach out to you on social media thanks boom i uh, love being here thank you so much for having me and uh my god what a uh, what a great panel today uh you guys this is a lot of fun this is absolutely fun, fun. Hell, fun. hell yes hell yes and uh i tell you it's uh, outbreakpodcast.com is our website or you can just do outbreak podcast search in youtube uh there's a uh, boom is nice enough to put a link in this description of this show right here you yep. can actually click on that it's easy to find and i tell you i've got some amazing amazing um, um <clears throat> i should say content providers uh that are up there including yourself mr boomstick xl you, was my first interview and and it's a great interview it really Thank is you. don't let him don't let him fool you don't let him don't let him be shy about it he did a great interview not only that but i've got crispy bomb I've got uh, Fuzzy Belvedere, and soon I'm going to have uh, John on there as well, Mr. Wolf, the Wolf Man. I'm going to have his interview uh, in uh, in the can right now. Uh, but coming up next Friday is going to be um, uh, N64 Josh. Oh, that's a good uh, did, one. I did like a Josh. fun interview that's with him. Job. That was that was cool. And then uh, and then I've got um, uh, Ashen uh, um, uh, Luca. She's going to be on, and then oh, I've got uh, some more coming too. So. Guys, it's uh, it's it's some it's some good interviews, good fun. Had Randall Thor nineteen dealer. Oh man, lots and lots of content. Over twenty hours of interviews right now. Nice, dude. Well, listen, you, you've been working, you've been putting real uh, a lot of work into it, into the channel, into the interviews. You do a great job. You're Thank very you. professional. Uh, the questions are always very thought provoking, and that's what you want. And and you and you deliver. Listen, folks. I just want to say a big thank you for everyone. Over four hundred people that tuned in for today's show. Uh, big thank you from all of us on this panel. Big thank you from me and Mrs. Boom. Um, I want to say uh, that uh, the super chats that continue to come in and channel memberships, we uh, greatly appreciate it. Um, and of course, I'm going to close out today's show with something that's important to me, folks. Hopefully, one day, be important to you. And that's something that my dad taught us when we were kids. And he said, Craig, treat others how you want to be treated. Also, it doesn't cost anything to be nice. You live by those rules. And I can guarantee you, son, you're going to have. An awesome day. So take care, everyone. We'll see you next week on the newest episode of Breakfast with Boom.